Peace and blessings, everyone. I'm Aziza, and welcome to episode number 12 of Hot Tea. Today's episode, we're going to talk candidly about everything, from current events to life and philosophy. I have a special guest with me today to break it all down, someone I am very thrilled to have. It's been a long time, Sister Taronda. Taronda is a Muslima first and foremost, and she is striving to please her creator. Taronda, assalamu alaikum. How are you? Alhamdulillah. It's so good to see you. I know. It's so good to see you. Long time. Too long. It, it's been a really long time. <laughs> yes, it has. It definitely has. But I'm just so like, you know, when we were talking about your podcast and like, you know, should I be on or, you know, it's like, what do I say? Because I'm listening to your podcast. I was like, oh, my God, these are awesome. Uh, I was like, I am so loving them, you know? And especially, yeah, I'm being a lot stressy right now with so much going on. And it's just like, I wake up each morning and I'd be like, is this real? You know, it's like, you know, just a lot. Just tell me I was in a coma for the last, you know, 50 years and I'm awake now. But no, it's real. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, where, where's Ashton Kutcher? Am I being right, punk? Right, right. <laughs> where is every, yeah, exactly. Because I was like, man, it's, each day is, is, is bizarre. So. And it's like, it's, it's accelerating. It's accelerating at a, a alarming speed. Okay. And it's just like, when we say like our, the end of times are coming, what people will say is, you know, the days are getting much, I mean, the days, the years are just going by just like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. a year is going to seem like a month, you know, a month's going to seem like a day. So that's how much is accelerating um, at this point. And you're just like, wow, it's just like swishing right before your eyes. And what I've noticed is it's like, people mm -hmm. don't even notice you know people will say oh you know i don't have enough time in the day but do they really see that there is no blessing in time you know they don't you have talk, enough yeah go ahead no you said they don't have enough time in the day that's that's like the general cliche with everyone and there's not enough time in the day you know that's what they always complain about they want more time 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 and you're like you know time for what you know that's all <laughs> right what is the time for what do you want more time for you know for work or you to know, waste it to waste it yeah that's basically that's most of what it is but um and speaking of that it's just so much going on and and my family I have this I should say it's kind of cool in a way because I'm growing up I have Muslims and I have Christians mm -hmm. actually a uh, couple of uh, was practicing Judaism. So it's kind of had this like this balance of this Abrahamic religions. And it's kind of, you know, when you hear as far as their, their, what their reflection is or their perspective on how everything, what's going on. And, you know, I keep hearing this. Well, when we get back to normal, you know, even at work, mm -hmm. oh my God, I can't wait till we get back to normal. And I say, what is normal? Because it was never normal to me. <laughs> it was never normal. So I'm just like, you thought what we were doing was normalcy? You know, so it's just, you know, it's like now we have gone to another level and that level doesn't come back down. It just keeps going up, mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, to a threshold until it just explodes. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't keep, you know, with lava, it doesn't go back down. Lava keeps going up until it explodes. Right. So right. to hear that normalcy and I'm thinking like, are we that warped right now? Yes. <laughs> we thought it was going on. Yes. That, that, you know, this was all normal. You know, so, you know, they're, you know, everybody's freaking out with the COVID and I'm just like, you know, at the end of the day, um, the COVID-19, whatever name that you have called it or designed it, it is an organism that was 
created by Allah, like anything else that's living, or things that you can see or cannot see. Mm -hmm. The organism that has been created by a creator, okay? So, <laughs> you know, you guys talk about COVID like it's a person standing up before you. Mm. Like, and there he is. <laughs> And I said, you know, there has been, I'm not saying COVID is not bad and we should not, you know, as far as protect ourselves, but there, uh, there's some stuff out there has wiped out, you know, I'm talking about like yeah. communities, nations. When my grandmother, she lived during a time, um, you know, TB was a big thing. Yeah. When she contracted it, she had to go off to a, then they had like, a call like a sanatorium. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For two years. Two years. Two years. SubhanAllah. That's right. Because that wipes you out like tuberculosis, doesn't it? Yes. And it's air and that is literally weak. and that is that is airborne. I mean for real. Absolutely. And it made a comeback uh I think like two years ago. Yes. Nobody said a word about it. <laughs> and nobody said a word about it. Could be walking around with it, you have no idea. And the thing about that, there's no cure for that. There's mm -hmm. a medicine, but it will always stay in your system late. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it will always be there. It's not going anywhere. You have smallpox, things like typhoid fever. People think these things have been eradicated because you're not dealing with it in mm -hmm. your side of the world. But mm -hmm. those things are still here. Absolutely. Ebola is still here. That'll come in. It comes in waves. And when you hear about it on the media, it'll come in waves and it'll just knock out a whole community just like that. It's just that they're not talking about it. They choose what they want you to hear and what you do. They don't want you to hear. No, they and don't do that. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. So when people talk about that, I'm thinking like, wow. And they think like, when we get rid of this thing and, you know, I'm thinking like, it's not going anywhere. No, it's not. It's not. And here's the deal. COVID may just be the stepping stone to something else. I mean, if you're uh -oh. worried about that, I mean, there's going to be more to come and it's going to be worse than COVID, quote unquote. That's guaranteed. That's guaranteed. More to come. It's going to be more. It's more coming. And, you know, I always get scared sometimes, especially when my life is, you know, everything is going good. And I said, okay, Allah, where's the next jihad? I know mm. something coming. This is, you know, it's the, you know, it's the quietness before the storm. I know there's something about to pop up because it's just been too, and you get complacent, right? Yeah. When everything's going good, you get complacent. But I think sometimes when you have that constant jihad, it just keeps you on your toes. It may sound a little weird, but, you know, but I do think that because you do get complacent, you know. Because right now, with the elections, you know what they're going to do? Biden's in. He's got it. We don't have nothing to worry about. So we're just going to kick back. Everything's perfect. Everything's grand. That's people's thought process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when they were talking about as far as electoral votes, should we get rid of the electoral votes? And I'm just like, it doesn't matter to me whether you have them or not. But I'd be kind of scared to have when I was walking around voting for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just looking at the people that is around me. And I'm just like, I don't know if I want them making that decision. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot with that. There's <laughs> a lot with that. I mean, we don't want to say what politics, but then, but then again, like I said, I'm sitting down talking with my family and we're talking about, um, they're talking about Biden and it's almost like Biden's a savior. You know, everybody's looking for the savior, the savior God. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because yes. especially for black people, I, I oh my goodness, yes. I can't I can't wrap my head around it. Okay? <laughs> I can't so, either. So <laughs> you want you're oppressed, okay? All right. We'll we'll agree on that. 
However, you are still going to ask, you're still seeking a white savior. You still. Why? Why? <laughs> right? Like if this person's gonna come, they're gonna bring, they're gonna stop all this, all this stuff is gonna end and we're gonna be back to normal and everything is gonna be kumbaya. Yes, they're still looking for that savior. And, oh, and, when I, and I was like, well, what about the hallelujah Jesus that you were just hollering just two minutes ago? <laughs> Well, they'll, they'll say uh, Jesus put Biden there. Oh, that's right. Because he has that type of control. Okay. Yeah. So what's going to happen is say, you know, everything goes through with Biden. That's questionable to me. But say if it does. Right. That's questionable. <laughs> say if it does two years from now. Okay. Well, what has Biden done? Well, you know, it takes time. See, so they'll keep kicking the can. Yeah, they'll keep kicking. Yeah, it takes time. Yeah. Well, he just got in there. It was a mess when he got it. You yeah. know, yeah. you're going to hear that, right? It was a mess when he got it. You know, it's going to take time and, you know. I said, just because he he kissed a little, you know, he hugged a few little black folks and kissed a little brown kids. They think <laughs> yeah, and look at the hypocrisy. You know, everybody talks about how Trump is racist. He's a pedophile. He's a misogynist. But look at this other side. There, there's a long list of, you know, shady things, skeletons. Shady things, skeletons, <laughs> yes. But you don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. Because, because you just, go ahead. Because you have this thing as far as democracy, you have Republican. And I just knew from a long time ago that I knew as far as how this politics goes. Alhamdulillah, I have never been affiliated um, with any of it. Um, because I know the game. And I know it's only a 10% difference in between the two, okay? Um, the Democrats always been the ones that they're just getting your vote, okay? They're to the extreme and, and so the Republicans. And you know, and Islam has told us we need to be in the middle, mm -hmm. okay? We need to be in the middle. You need yeah. to be balanced. You can't be too far to the left. You can't be too far to the right. Exactly. So when saying that, you know, I said, if you are really, and we have been studying al Bakra, if you truly believe, if you're a true believer, none of this stuff will be impacting you mm -hmm. to the point mm -hmm. that you're letting it. That's the okay. key. That is the key right there. So many people, they verbalize it. But you it's not it's believe. not internalized. But you're freaking out because Trump is still in office. I said, what what have you been doing for the last four years? <laughs> the same thing, right? Has your life changed? Has anything changed? Mine's haven't. No. What have you been doing for the last four years? You yeah. kept him moving. Like they really think that you know he's gonna have his Gestapo at their door. <laughs> I said, you haven't been to other countries where other countries you you can't even say stuff Thank against you. the government. Thank okay, you. they'll come right. They'll come right to your door. They'll come not to your door. They come in your house and reach for you and take you out. And there's no due process. Yeah, like here they have what they. Well, I call it like I call it a snitch. I don't know what the the term in Darija for is. In every neighborhood, they have someone who's like a a watcher for the government, if you will. Yes. So when I came here the first time to meet my husband, they already knew who I was. See. They came to my in-law's house saying, yeah, we know you have uh, an American staying with you, you know, so on and so forth. So, yeah. And that's another component of it. People don't travel. They don't travel. They don't. They just assume, oh, when if Trump get in there, I'm leaving. Where are you going? I don't know. <laughs> as soon as you have to go squat to go to the restaurant restroom, I'll give you two weeks and you'll be trying to run right back. Right. Because yeah. what I'm saying is you, you, you're, you're so comfortable with everything that you have and not realizing that, oh, I'll just go to Canada. How do you know that government is, is, is the utopia? <laughs> How do you know? You haven't even been there. 
Seriously, that's all they talk. I'll go here. I'll go to Mexico. You don't know what's going on there. You haven't lived there. Visiting, beautiful, but actually living there, you don't know what's going on. So that foolishness, you know, I'm just going to jump up and leave, you know, but wait a minute. You just said you, you just got through saying that you believed, right? <laughs> you believed in the most high and you have to ask yourself, do I believe like I say I believe? And at the end of the day, I said, that's where your help is coming from. Mm -hmm. no, no, none of them can save you right now. None of them. Yeah, exactly. And especially if you think, you know, this virus is what they say it is. Well, you should know that, you know, no politician can or will save you. They can't save let themselves me, either. Well, let but me I, tell you something. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. I was just going to say, hold that thought. <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, with this virus thing, I think another component is for people, they are afraid of death because they don't, most they don't have that reminder and that understanding of death like uh, Muslims will should have. I'll just say should. Should have, yes. <laughs> you know, there's, there's this attachment to this life. Even if they say they believe, they're still stuck in this realm. They haven't, they're, they're still of the world. Very much so. Very much so. So if there's this, this external fear, if you will, oh, I might lose my life and well, I'll lose everything and, you know. But if you say you believe, it is what it is. It is what it is. If you say you truly <laughs> believe, and because like you said, you are tied to this dunya, and me and my brother talk about this all the time. He's like, sis, people have to realize this is not paradise. Mm, but they want it to be. They want it to be. That's for the unbelievers. They're trying to make this paradise. And people say, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna eradicate racism. No, you will not. <laughs> as long as you have a humans above ground, you will always have something. You have people who look exactly the same in, in, in countries where, I would say, indigenous, where there's not a whole lot of mixture going on, you know, people from other places. So if it's all um, Russian, it's all Russian, you know, 99%, okay? Right. You still have them divided. They might be, I don't like the people because they're from the north, they're from the south. We don't like them, Yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. They wear a certain amount of, they wear a certain type of clothes. We don't like that. We speak a certain way. They speak this way. We don't like that. You will never have that type of, tranquility among humans because this is just a test as far as your life here on this you know in this in this on this plane this is just a test this is not meant for you to stay and it's not meant for you to create a utopia out of here and i'm not saying that you don't fight for your rights i'm not saying any of that but just to know that these things will unfortunately will never be eradicated you cannot control the minds of seven billion people walking around <laughs> People have different experiences they went through and things have happened to them why they feel this way. You can't control that. So, and I tell people, people like, well, I'm not prejudiced. Yes, you are. Everyone is. You have some prejudice about you. Don't tell that lie. The only one who can say I'm not prejudiced is our creator. Mm. You don't have those capabilities of not being not prejudiced. You don't like everything and everybody. I'd say, for example, I don't like pedophiles. <laughs> Some people say, well, Toronto, that's wrong. Well, I don't like them. I wish they not go to Jenna. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's putting it no. mildly. <laughs> that's putting it mildly. I'm just, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they should, you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't. So I'm not going to say that I like everything. There are certain things I don't like. And those things I probably have to work on. So that's why in the Quran, when it says, 
when you want things to change, you have to change with it with yourself first. It starts here and people still don't get it. That's the hard part though. And that takes a lot of courage and reflection to say something's wrong with me that I need to fix. I need people want to do that. They don't want to do that. You want to go out there and, you know, hold a sign and chatting this and chatting that and not realize that you got some stuff about you. That's Hmm. not right. (laughs) And I can't do that. I can't call this person this or call that person that because I have a lot I still need to work on, you know, within myself. You know, I'm still trying to build that relationship with the law because, you know, as we know, we all born Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever situation, whether our family, our experiences, we slowly pull away from the law. So mm-hmm. during this travel on this plane, I am trying to connect back again from where I started. Okay. From when I was a womb inside my mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're trying to get back to that point and get back to that connection with the law. That's oh, that gives me chills. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the journey. And then, you know, and the journey is acknowledging who I am and trying to understand that and building that relationship. Because when I have that type of cockiness and saying, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm literally pulling myself away from a law. Because at the end of the day, that's all I have. Yeah. And, and that's, that's arrogance. All, that's arrogance. Exactly. And say, I'm this and I'm that. It's very arrogant. And that pride pulls you away. It's just, you know, that is just. And people not realizing that. And I, and so when I talk to some of my Christian friends, I go and to the Old Testament, and this is when um, Suleiman was talking to Allah, okay? And I believe it's in Chronicles. And Allah says, if my people who are called by my name will turn from their wicked ways, humble, them, humble themselves and seek my face, then will I hear their prayers from the heaven and heal their land. Hmm. so you see the reflection in you know i tell people so if you i said if i'm telling you from the quran i'm telling you this says the same thing in the old testament okay in the torah so this is nothing new what but kind you're of not, response do you get you kind of yeah then they're just looking that's all the stuff that's going on it will continue because we have turned our backs against our creator period yeah. And that's what people are not understanding. So it is, it's crickets. When I start speaking on that, and when I come to that, it's literally crickets. They can't even respond. And I said, now that's what I'm saying. Now ask yourself, do I believe? <laughs> and where, I, where am I truly at in spirituality? Where am I? Ask yourself. I tell them, chew on that for a moment, then come talk to me. <laughs> Has anybody ever come back? <laughs> no, that's the thing. Because you know, it's, it's, that's too difficult. You don't want to talk about that. It's easy for you to talk about this madness going on. It doesn't take a whole lot. It doesn't take a whole lot of using your brain, okay? When I come to you deep like this, then it's like, oh my goodness, I probably need to check myself. So, because I said every nation, I don't care, you could talk about the U.S., but right now there's no nation that's righteous. No. <laughs> no nation. There's no nation that you can say, this is a righteous nation. Name one. So I said, I don't care where you go or where you think you want to go. <laughs> There's no nation. So it's not about black or white. You can say I go to Africa because I don't like white people no more. You're going to get for a rude awakening. <laughs> if, if you want to go to if you want to go to the Congo, whatever, you're going to be mad about that. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Because there's going to be some stuff you don't like about who this government is horrible, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Yes. So I said, that's why you keep seeing this stuff escalate and getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, 
And that's what they're not understanding that. And I said to ask myself, like, dang, do I believe? Because at this point, I should be running to Allah, okay? And yeah. I tell people, we have to, Allah is somebody, you say that you actually love. Because when you love somebody, what do you do for them? You write them love letters, right? You go above and beyond. You fix the best dinner for them. You dress up nice. You look good. Yeah. You almost sacrifice your life for them. You do everything. What do you need? How you want it? This, that, and the other. You go above and beyond when you love someone. So then you ask yourself, do you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because I should not be like, dang, oh, let me watch one more show, then I'll go pray. Mm. Yeah. You know, maybe should I do that? It was, there's no question in your acts and your thoughts and everything like that. Because he's like, I love Allah. So I should be running to Allah because Allah has given me everything. This dunya has given me nothing but grief. Mm -mm. So that's a profound thing. Just like at your jobs. I'm going, I'm telling my job, I'm, I'm, they asking for this, this, that, and the other. Okay, asking for all this stuff. Okay, you give them all that stuff, something is still wrong. Well, you forgot to do this. Well, when you sent it in, it was on the left. It's supposed to be on the right. It's always something, right? Yeah. Okay. And you still go above and beyond to try to please them. And then at the end of the day, you might still get fired. Well, Toronto, I'm sorry, just didn't work out. We just couldn't. You made a couple mistakes. That's it. Allah is not going to fire you. If you come to Allah and say, Allah, you know, with your heart, heart and the repentance in your heart, Allah is going to wipe it clean. So where are you going to find that type of love from anything or anyone in this dunya? Yeah. But yet still, Allah blesses me and I'm this ratchet servant. <laughs> I'm not deserving of any of this. Everything else on this, on this plane, in this dunya, I have to work for and then some. Yeah. And Allah is still blessing me. Why? Because that's the love that Allah has for me. And I'm trying to hopefully that I can return this love. Because Allah, oh, that just gives me chills because Allah has blessed me with so much. And I'm thinking like, Allah, I am not deserving. That's beautiful. More than a mother loves their child. Yes. <laughs> oh, that just gives me chills. I'm telling you more than, yeah, where are you going to find that? Because even here, if you mess up, you know, they say, okay, you know, your credit. Oh, well, that's going to be on there for seven years. <laughs> I have to wait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you think Allah's going to be like, oh, oh, Aziza, well, you know, man, let me think about it. <laughs> I don't right. know. You messed up. I just don't feel the same. <laughs> so that's on that human plane and people not understanding that. So that's why I'm saying we should be running to Allah, running. This is the perfect time to do it. This is the perfect time. Because at one point you're going to you're going to want you're going to be wishing you can pray and can't. That's the thing. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. And bad as my was hurting, because I was, you know, my knees were hurting, whatever ring, because I have some other stuff going on. And I'm getting down. I'm almost in tears because I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't bend. I said, you know what? And I had to do some, you know, I took some beet juice, whatever. I had to cleanse my body. I said, I'm not sitting in this chair praying. I need to be humbling myself all the way to this ground to my creator. I don't care how bad it hurts. I'm doing it. Because I said, Allah has just been, I, I can't even explain the love that he's given me and the blessings that Allah has given me. It's, it's beyond. So, I mean, and that's why I tell people, when you ask yourself, do you believe? You ask yourself 
and ponder. You don't need to tell anybody whatever. Ask yourself, do you believe? Because your actions should show. And I think that's the hard part for people. Aside from that reflect, that inner reflection, it's the actions. It's the actions. Because it's going to require something of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, require, it's, going to be, it's going to require something of you. It's going to require of your heart. And it requires, you know what's going to require of? It's required for you to change. Whoa. <laughs> change. Whoa. Hope change. and change. Yeah, hope and change. <laughs> it's going to require you for you to change, right? Right. We, you, like we said, you know, you reach the level you sign and, you know, you want to be, you want to pray as though you can see Allah standing before you. Like Moses was able to get like a glimpse. You want to be able to be on that level. You know, it's not like you're driving down the street and Lord behold, here comes a cop. What do you do? You start to start. Mm -hmm. if you you act right. 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 <laughs> so they drive off or maybe turn a right turn, you just go speed right back up again. Okay. Or just like the teacher or the judge, what do you do? You start straightening up as soon as they, and that's what people fear in a law. Okay. We don't have that fear because we cannot see. That's part of the test. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We call it a lie be. That's the unseen. They have the, you have that fear of the unseen. And because we can't see a law, okay, then it almost becomes like your second thought. Because I said your mouth. And my brother said, the things coming out of your mouth, that's the same mouth you pray with. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Think about that. When you think about things coming out your mouth, it's out there. It's in the universe. Same mouth you pray with and you saying something on the other side. <sighs> this was so profound. I was talking to this gentleman and um, <laughs> man, and I'm a quote. He said, well, you know, you know, that's that notion. I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. Okay, uh -oh. we are religious. <laughs> Listen, you take it behind and go to work. That's religion because it's a religious activity. Um, <laughs> if you don't, they're going to cut your lights off. If you don't pay. Um, <laughs> right. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, if you didn't pray to Allah, your lights are not going to go out. But if you don't make that payment, your lights are going to go out. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I just, I'm trying to get it out because it was just so, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I'm going to have to meet, in order for me to adhere to the books, I'm going to have to meet the person that wrote it. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I said, okay, there's a constitution, right? Yeah, we got a constitution. You follow it? Yeah, we have to. Did you meet Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> have you met George Washington? What was the response? Who, what do you mean? Those are people that wrote it. <laughs> you haven't met them? <laughs> right? I'm about to... There's laws right now. Okay? You follow them. Have you met the people up in Congress? I bet you can't even hardly name all of them. You can't even name them. Name them. You might name one or two. Name the ones that represent you. <laughs> yeah. And what represent you? You don't even know who they are. You don't even probably know. You don't know between the Senate, Congress. You don't even know the difference between House and Representative. But they got laws right here and you follow them. And I said, and you have not met neither one. Then the thing was, well, I can get in trouble. Oh. So... You're going to follow these laws because you're going to get in trouble. You're not going to follow a law's laws? <laughs> because he said, I'm not going to get in trouble right away. 
said, wow, I think I better stop this conversation. Please. Were they atheists? No, <laughs> by no means. Mm. Yes, but the reason why I'm saying this, this is not even the atheists. These are the who claim, do you believe? That goes back to the question, do you believe? Because well, if you did, this would never come out of your mouth. Well, then I guess we would need to ask, what do you believe in? You, what is your understanding? <laughs> who, who is Allah? Do you know who Allah is? We were watching this. Um, this was for the Quran class. And they were showing it, you know, because you know me, I love like the universe and the star because I look at this and say, this is just beyond, beyond me. Yeah. And I said, you know, if hopefully if I meet Allah, I just want to, you know, I have all these questions for Allah. Like, I want to know this. I want to know that. I know it probably sounds weird, but, <laughs> but it's just so magnificent. Anyway, they were showing this woman, you know, that on the thing, they show this woman. Of course, they show her. She's on the grass. Okay. Then they show, then they show the city. Then they show the, uh, the state. And it just keeps bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now she's just a speck. Okay. On the earth. And then, of course, it shows the universe. Mm-hmm. And when I tell people, this is where we are as humans. We are just a speck compared to this creation. This is just magnificent out here. Don't get so cocky. There is a creator that created all this and you too. And you telling me because <laughs> you cannot see, which is everything being shown to you, that there's a creator. That because I'm not going to get in trouble. So you rather, you rather break a law's law. And know that these laws change day by day. Allah is God. And he changed not. So what was a sin 20,000 years ago? It's still a sin today. You can't hear man's law. It's changed every time somebody come to office. This was illegal. No, now it's not. Now it is legal. You can do this. You can't do that. It changes all the time. You follow it just like, you know, no questions asked. None. That's scary. <laughs> Blindly. But Allah gives you something that you know, whatever is, give, is going, is for a reason and it's for your goodness. Because Allah says you're already going to come into this dunya with all these situations and problems and troubles and trials and tribulations. Don't add to them. Yeah. Because that's all you're doing. You're not following Allah's commands. That's all you're doing is adding to the troubles. Allah's not punishing you. You're punishing yourself because now you're disconnecting with Allah. And yeah. disconnection with Allah is death in this life and in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. And that's what you hear people say. Oh, well, if, you know, God exists, you know, why does he allow this to happen? Why, why are we suffering like this? Well, you have free will, right? That's right. This is at your hands. This is, at your, this is your free will. <laughs> this is your free will. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. When people say, when they, if I see, Allah's not forcing you to do anything, okay? But I ask people. How's that working for you? How's your life been? How has it been? Has, is it fulfilled? I know there's some holes in it. Because <laughs> you're trying to fill them holes with things that cannot sustain. Mm -hmm. Like drinking, substance abuse, um, sex. You're trying to fill those holes. Because it's not enough. The dunya would never be enough. You know, you're, you're still trying to chase that high. When people, like, when they get hooked on drugs, they say it's that first high that they're trying to chase. Yeah, chasing the dragon. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. That first one that they, that they can never get back. It's just, you know, that's it. 
And I said, that's what you're trying to do right now. And when you understand, you don't have to do that chase. And I tell people, you don't know how relaxed I feel with Islam. When I see you guys running around trying to buy stuff for Halloween, oh my God, what are we going to do? It's so-and-so coming. And it's like, wow. Um, I was telling my my husband that the relief of not having that pressure of Christmas. Oof. (laughs) The relief. Yeah. It's a burden. It's a burden. It's a, a burden. A spiritual burden, a mental burden, emotional burden, financial burden. burden. Financial burden, all that is a burden. And it's evident. Allah tells you, like my mom, alhamdulillah, I mean, I mean, my, uh, may Allah be pleased with her, but my mm-hmm. mom is one of the ones that gave me a lot of the knowledge about uh, a lot of these things that go on and, you know, the things that we celebrate. And she was, she'll be like, okay, if you want to celebrate Christmas, awesome. But she said, do not have the Christmas tree and Santa Claus. And then um, she said, then have this imitation who you say this is Issa in the manger. Mm-hmm. And you got the Christmas tree. And she said, what God, what God are you serving right now? Hmm. You can only serve one master. <laughs> you trying to, and that's the burden with that. Because you're trying to please, instead of just pleasing the one that created you. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. all that. And it don't, it don't even take a whole lot. Because like I said, I'm not even being a humble servant. And Allah is still blessing me. But things that I'm not worthy of, mm. you know? So, I mean, that's, that's the deepness when you try to get into that connection and, you know, and people just look at you like, you know, and I was like, don't say anything, just chew on it for a moment. <laughs> Come and back was, to me. Yeah. I was talking to um, my cousin, you know, like in the, the heat of this whole Wuhan Corona mm-hmm. thing. And he was like, you know, you're not, you're not worried. How do you, how do you remain so calm? I'm, I'm ready to freak out. I was like, well, <laughs> you will, when you have that understanding that these things are written, this is going right. to happen. You know, you this, this is your time to get right. That's right. Get right or get back. That's what y'all say. Right? That's the thing too. Like you said, this, this is written. I don't know what you guys are not understanding right now. That's now it wasn't opinion. literally written Corona, but the this trajectory of events. I, I have this analogy that you know the red carpet, right? They mm-hmm. they make everything nice for the Oscars. Everybody's in their nice outfits. This is the red carpet for Dijal. That's right. This is the red carpet for the Dijal. <laughs> yes, that is so true. And and reason why I said you guys are so when you are still walking around, like I said, with your eyes wide open and still can't see. That's yeah, because right now all you see is. You know, you see these people as your savior, that people your savior. You're not looking to Allah for that, that understanding and that knowledge. Okay. And that's where you're going to get caught up and you'll be right next to the Dajjal, hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the closer you get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will open those things for you. Everybody wants to talk about spirituality. This is what spirituality is. That third, that third eye. That third eye. That's right. New age is talking about. That's what it is. He will open those spiritual doors for you to see the world for what it is. Yes. And it's scary, but you and know, you ignorance is yourself from it. Yes. Yeah. But you, but you don't want to see that. It's just like the movie, the matrix. I don't want to see what's really going on because I, I want to, I cannot handle the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing as far as knowledge is grief. And you said, that is your spirituality. It's not this fun and games. Right. right. <laughs> Everybody's holding hands and we, you know, got what is it called chakras and rubbing crystals and all that. No, that's not the spirituality. Exactly. Yeah. And we were and you were saying about the new age and um I remember you was you had to ask me just, you know, as far as 
when I was thinking about that and that comes and goes just like any other style, you know, what's in and what's out. Okay. And that, I know that new age from my understanding that started in the seventies mm -hmm. and what was happening during that time, right. political unrest. Okay. You got the Vietnam war going on. You got as far as, um, you had Nixon in there, all this political unrest is going on the war then people talking about freedom. Now you've got all the drugs and all this other stuff. Okay. So that's when you see when this thing starts to come back again. And it gets appealing because it doesn't seem like you are tied to a religion because it's religious, you know. So I have all this freedom to do whatever and whenever. And I think that's, yeah, that's what it is. You can have your cake and eat it too. Yep. Yeah, I'll say that again. I said you can have your cake and eat it too. That's right. And knowing that that's, that's not real. But that's the, that's the appealing thing. Because you know what you can do? You can bring all the religions together and make them one. So a lot of times they're going to add a little Buddhism in it. They're going to add um, Hindu. They're going to add some Islam. And they're going to add some Christianity, some Judaism too. But it's going to be one of that, you know, it's going to be that, uh, we call it a farm party. Whenever you just put all the medicine together and just mix it up. Okay. <laughs> and see what happens. Overdose. That's what's going to happen. Okay, all this stuff going in. So that's what that is. So it seems appealing because, oh, I can do this. I hear people say that now. Well, I kind of believe in all of them. Well, you know, okay, what's all of them? <laughs> You're confused. You know how many religions they are? You do believe in all of them? There is a church of Satan. You know that, right? You believe in that too? You said Pro all of them. Probably do. They yeah. don't even know it though. They don't even know it. They're like, oh, well, there's a, yes, there's a church of Satan. And they, and they have their own, what they will call the Bible. There is a church of Satan. You say you believe in all of them? <laughs> think about that that's all of them that includes that too so yeah I would hear that term too because they don't want to they figure that they have been in bondage and not realizing that giving yourself to Allah is actually freedom mm. freedom from uh, this dunya yeah, it is. <laughs> and they think it's bondage it's been bondage because you haven't studied you haven't even even if people say they're Christian have you studied it have you no. endured it? You just go by what, you know, your mom, your dad, or your, your, the pastor was saying, okay? Don't look as far as, you know, the connection. So I think a lot of that is appealing because then it's like, well, you want to find something that's going to fit your lifestyle. Yeah. So you can feel okay or have affirmation to say what I'm doing is right. Because you know in your heart that it may be wrong, but... You don't want to stop it, so you'll find something that's going to be comfortable for you so you can sink it in, so you can enjoy it. Yep, exactly. Because, okay? you know, those things that, you know, if I say, I tell people in a minute, let me tell you something, I'm not there yet. I'm not going to tell you, well, I do my eyebrows sometimes. I'm not going to tell you, well, you know, let me go here and find here in the Quran, and it says that I can do this or that. I tell people, pray for me. I'm not there yet. I'll be, you know, inshallah. I will move to that point where I will not be doing that, okay? But I'm not going to find a way Try to, make to rationalize my sin. Yeah, and that, that's what you find. You find that a lot. But um, when I was asking about that, it's just interesting to me because I've noticed a lot of millennials, Black millennials running to this, you know, this cometicism, this hermeticism, the new age. And I think it comes down to identity issues mm -hmm. you know because I know when I reverted you know I came from Baptist and a lot of the people I went to church with growing up 
they're not practicing anymore. They've gone on into some, some weird things. And I get it because that's what's in the church is not going to hold you. Right. Especially if you have a propensity to maybe think for yourself every now and then. <laughs> right. It's not going to hold you. You need more. Yeah. Because it has holes in it. Mm -hmm. And you're looking for that completion. Yeah. Okay. So then you search outside that. And I can say that for myself personally, when I was like, like I, try, I have both like Christianity. So I'm like focusing between Christianity and Islam, like, you know, and then realizing like, oh, something is just missing. Something's missing. Something's missing, you know, trying to make it work, you know, trying to put a, you know, a square into a triangle, you know, trying to make mm -hmm. it fit. Yeah. It's not fitting. And I had to understand a law does not, a law operates in the light, not in the dark. Mm. Things make sense. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's going to fit. It's well, gonna the Bible says that. <laughs> yeah, the Bible says that. Does not. Everything. Yeah, flows. your Lord is not a Lord of confusion. No, not at, at all. So it's not <laughs> going to be some mystifying and what is this? How we understand it? Oh, is it a special number? None of that. But I think that appeal is because you probably are running away from. And what I did tell my kids, and I've never told them whatever they've done, that, you know, you're going to go to hell. I've never told them that, ever. And they said, oh, I don't know. You can go to hell for that. Because, I, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know where I'm going. And the reason why, because teaching them that, yes, Allah is beneficent and merciful. That's the reason why we're all still here. Right. But the path that you choose, and if it's not of Allah, you're going to come into some trouble. And sometimes we have to show you. Some people have to go all the way through it. They do. Yeah. You have to, you know, sometimes you have to, you have to show you in order to tell you. That's all I can tell you right now. If you go this way, more than likely, this is what's going to happen. And I can tell you that because I can testify. <laughs> right. And I have what I call wisdom and I have age. Been there, <laughs> done that, done that. Seriously. You don't have to listen to me. Now, if you want to feel it and go all the way through it, fine. <laughs> you know, but sometimes we do have to go through the fire to come out of it. Um, but speaking of that new age, it came about again, and this was in the early 90s. And I don't know how you are, because oh, I'm much older you right now. 33. But, huh? 33. I got some time on you. Because <laughs> my daughter's 29. So um, this was in the early 90s. Okay. There was a new wave of identity. Okay. Am I this? Am I that? You know, I'm trying to get back to Africa. Okay. It was that big thing. And we had the thing with, you know, Egyptian, that was a big thing. And like everybody had me. Yes, I even yeah. had, oh, you know, the love for Kemet. You know, you heard that's the, the yeah. original name for Egypt, Kemet. I was wearing an onk, you know, <laughs> Erica Badu had the big onk. Because during that time, I'm not lying. <laughs> we were covering, but I had the big tall turban on top right. of my head. All that. I was all doing all that. Thought I was the stuff. <laughs> with this aunt. What does it mean? Oh, <laughs> and me and my brother said, you know, all this stuff is pagan. We said, yeah, we got to move away. But anyway, so then it was into this Islam mixed with this, like you said, spiritual, metaphysical, and that the black man is God. Pseudo-Islam. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pseudo-Islam. So this brother was praying and this guy's name was Juma, who told him that. And he was praying, you know, blessing his food. And he said, man, what are you doing? He said, I'm, you know, blessing the food. He was like, man, it's like you praying to yourself. 
you are God. <laughs> so <laughs> me and my brother was like, I think it's time to check out of this. <laughs> that was a red flag that went in our head. Now, everybody didn't think that. Some people still was like, I was like, uh, that went on like something that don't sound right. <laughs> and that made, that's made a comeback. I know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, they said, what are you talking about? The black man is God. He is, you know, you're able to be praying to yourself. You're praying to yourself. Killing my said, praying to yourself. So, I'm telling you, this was in the 90s. I'm telling you, it comes and goes in waves. And so, my thinking was like, okay, Tarana, you need to stop playing. <laughs> um, you, <laughs> this is not the way. This is not the route. It may seem cool because you're young and then you're feeling like, oh my good, I'm feeling proud because now I have this other part of identity that I have tapped into, all that. And at the end of the day, when you stand before Allah, he's not going to ask you where you're from. He's not going to look at your flag. He's not going to ask you, did you make good biryani? Was your uh, <laughs> color greens good? None of that. Yeah. None of that will suffice. None of that will mean anything. That's all dunya. All of it. That's all cultural. It's all dunya. I'm not saying that you need to throw that away, but Allah comes first. Because that's what happens with these type of teachings. And that's what I call like that new age movement. That keeps coming and going. And the reason why it doesn't last, because it has holes in it. Because if you have a cup of water, okay, and if it has, if you have a cup, right, and you put water in it, and you try to fill it up, but if it has holes in it, it's sooner or later, it drains out. Yeah. Okay? Depending on how big those holes are. So then you got to fill it up again. And that's what is happening right now. They're filling it up again. And then you see it phase out because there's too many holes in it. There's, there's no stability. There's no, we call it, um, foundation. Mm, yeah. you can't start something on anything and everything so the spirituality yeah but where is the direction in the spirituality so you say i'm not religious i'm just spiritual what does that mean do you even know what that means probably not you just been taught that over the years you keep hearing that coming up every now and then and you think because if i say that i'm not religious then that doesn't go for me then i can drink i can be promiscuous i can be this i can be that not believing will not save you yeah you, you you don't have to do you don't but it will not save you so you thinking that i don't have to adhere to any of these things that don't apply to me that's your arrogance yeah and that's the pride that we have because that new age movement is, is focused on yourself you know you are god god is in everything god is his chair god is his <laughs> rug and a lot of times when people are talking like that, because they're not in a clear mind, I guarantee then it took a couple puffs, a couple licks, and a couple drinks talking like that. Because that's what comes out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, why not? mushrooms. Yeah, you might be speaking all kind of crazy stuff. But come to a clear mind and tell me that. <laughs> and, and see that does this really make sense to you? That's what I want to hear. You, you want to, I want, because like you said, Allah, this is not nothing mystery about it. This is a bunch of mystery stuff. So you wanted to pill at everybody. So you figure I could just do what I want and still be spiritual. That's what that is. Not wanting to be, I would say, accountable. There you go. Yeah. Nobody wants to be accountable for anything. Nobody wants to be accountable for anything. And that's the thing. And so that's why you see that this being appealing because it's appealing to your lifestyle. 
you can just wild out and do whatever and do a couple, you know, get some bees around you. What do they have those little bees? If you, I can know, I see it now because I've even seen some people colored with the little bees around their little talus. Mm -hmm. And they, I don't know yeah. what for Hindu or Buddhism. I think it's for the Buddhism. And, you know, you can do a couple of those things and keep moving. The Hollywood Buddhism, I call it that. <laughs> I met a couple of Buddhists when I worked uh, with service coordinator. I had a lot of... Uh, a big Vietnamese population, really nice. They were, real, they were beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. We had some that were Catholic because, you know, the French came and took over. Right. That we had some that were Buddhist. The Buddhists, I tell people, Buddhism is not what you think it is. It is a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. This lady was, she always covered, almost looked like a, a baya that she was wearing. And she had her head shaved. Okay? She's mm -hmm. not drinking. Mm -hmm. She ain't getting high. <laughs> she's trying to get deeper to her spirituality. I said, this is not, this is not the same. I mean, if you truly want to go that route, I guarantee I give you probably two weeks and you'll be like, no, nah, that ain't for me. <laughs> if you really want to tap into Buddhism, you're going to be riding around in that Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you said, that Hollywood Buddhism, that Hollywood Buddhism, you know, cause the stars, they're practicing it following right. behind the stars. Like their yeah. life is good. Yeah, that's the scary part. Hmm. That's who they follow. That's who they look up to. And they think, oh, it must be good. Because then again, like I said, I can be promiscuous. I can do this lifestyle, that lifestyle. I can call myself this. I can call myself, uh, um, I'm not a man. I'm not, my, I'm not a woman. I'm here. I'm this, this, all this kind of madness that's going on right now. So that's what it appeals to. And that's when we, oh, we were talking about with the, we were talking about the homeschooling. And, you know, at one point I was like, no, you know, the kids need to be around, you know, that's not good for them, you know, maybe activities. And at this point, I told my son and my daughter-in-law, if I have to sell paper cans, mm -hmm. that is not going to public schools. That's not an option. That is not an option right now. That is not an option. I said, I don't care. She said, I don't care. Crescent View is 100 miles away. I'll make it work. Because that's the only school we have right now. They're, she's going there. We're not doing public schools. Because they're, they're getting these kiddos when they are very young. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> they're introducing all kind of crazy mess. Introducing stuff like, well, we wanna, we're going to have this meditation with the, you know, we don't believe, we can't use religion, but we're going to infuse stuff like Hinduism and Buddhism. That's religion. No, they're, they're philosophies. They're, yeah, they're philosophies. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Now, there was one lady she was talking about, and they were infusing, and this was the Black Lives Matter. They had their own little genre, and this is what they want to be introducing to the schools, and schools are wanting to pick this up. So you sit down with the students, and you said, okay, I want you to visualize. Now, pretend that you're a woman. Then pretend like you're a man. Oh, uh, and then... <laughs> Hold up now. <laughs> See, I'm glad you brought that up, because I have you know, some people that I'm close to who proclaim to be Christian mm -hmm. and they are all about this Black Lives Matter. And I have asked them, have you look in, looked into this? Have, have you, you looked went to their it? website? Okay, <laughs> you don't have to take my word, word, word for it. Go to their website. Go since to their you, website. Since you like to read, research, you woke. <laughs> Go to their website. I said you woke. <laughs> That's what you said. You said you yeah, woke. Yeah, you woke, yeah. <laughs> Go to their website and look at their platform, look at their agenda. Does that fall in line with your supposed Christian values? Well, I'm not gonna talk about what's on there. 
Okay. Right. Whether yeah, it's I right know. or wrong. But does it fall in line with what you believe? Does it fall in line? When I tell people that, go look. Oh my God, I didn't know. I thought it was the people. This I thought Black Lives Matter was for you know the uh, the black men that were that like they were shot and killed by the police officers, and now all the mothers have come together. I said I want you to read that biography of each and every one of them that's over this, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna let you chew on that for a moment. And like you said, and go to the website and see what the agenda is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. Just saying. And like I said, see if you're in line with that. And they're just like completely appalled because you're falling, you, you woke, but you follow them blindly. Yeah, and people never ask, where do these people come from that you know, start these quote unquote movements? We go, from, movement. we go from El Haj Malik Shabazz to this? This is the best that we got in 2020? Right? <laughs> to this. <laughs> and you're talking about, you don't represent me. I'm just gonna keep that, you, yeah. Speak for yourself. You're not speaking for me. And I'll say that in a minute. You're not speaking for me. And we just have one that's um, claimed, they were like, oh, this is, uh, oh, this is profound. This is awesome. One that claims to be Muslim, but they identifying themselves as non-binary. So this is, uh, I think they're in Oklahoma. Mm. And I said, it's, 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 am I, where are we? <laughs> this is getting wow i am walking in the this this is getting this is not even bizarre this is disturbing it's this very disturbing. and this and, and that's a, this is the plateau when you go so far to the right now it just keeps going there's no boundaries there, there isn't and that's been written as well that's been written as well <laughs> Here's this. So what you're saying is the Bible, okay, is no good. The Quran, you're saying this is no good because we need to change it. Allah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Let no, me go ahead and add my stuff in it. And they say that. They say religion is the cause of, you know, all of the oppression and destruction and, you know, everything bad in the world. It, it has to do with religion. So, you know, we need to carve out our own future, our own, you know, moral compass. But I would argue, how is that going? How is it going? If we're going to be honest. If we're going to be honest. And you're saying that religion is the, the root of all evil. That's within that person. Religion doesn't have anything to do with that. Because Allah is not, first of all, Allah is not going to tell you to do anything that's, that's not good. Okay? Hands down. That's not going to happen. So if anybody's professing anything, we know that's not of Allah. You're just using that as an excuse because you don't want to follow. So that's easy for you to say, oh, because of all these bad things are going on. So I shouldn't follow that. That's just something you're using as an excuse. And that's how I see it, honestly, because you don't want to follow. You don't want to be accountable. And now you found this crutch that you can basically, you know, fall back on. So that's why you want to come up with something. You know, this will fade away too. Okay. Even Christianity has been here. Judaism has been here. And I'm talking about the religions, but you're talking about this newfound stuff. This will fade away too. Things are not strong with no foundation. It goes away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to reopen. You don't have to reawaken Islam. <laughs> it hasn't went anywhere. It hasn't said, oh, that faded off. You know, that was in the <laughs> 70s. No. It's no mm -hmm. longer. And then all of a sudden somebody brings it back again. No. <laughs> because that is Allah's word. And Allah's word stands. Today, 
you know, um, yesterday, today, and in the future. It's not going anywhere, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and I think that's what people scares of. It's not going anywhere. We they fade. Want to, but they, they want, want to. to. Yeah. People fade. And they this try. They try. You have you tried and you can't do it. Yeah. And be yeah. honest with yourself. And, and I tell people in a minute, like when I when I see people, and especially with women, and there's been some nasty stuff said to me. Unfortunately, it's been women of color. And I'm not um, surprised. <laughs> why are you doing all that? Wait, wait, doing all why what? Are you wearing all them clothes. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, am I bothering you? Because you're you're threatening. Yes. Your appearance is threatening. It's threatening. Because they see something in you that is empowering. It's very empowering. And I'm so glad you brought that up. I go ahead and finish. And and, and they it. looking at me and they have all these, but I don't believe in all that. And da da da. And I'm just like, first of all, hot, what's your name again? <laughs> because I don't, I don't even know you. I haven't asked you anything. When I haven't even talked about anything about what my practice is. Not my practice. This is who I am because it is my lifestyle. This is me. I haven't said any of that. I'm not telling you what you should be or not doing. So why is this bothering you, me sitting next to you because I have on clothes? <laughs> that is preponderant because my head is covered. This is bothering you. Is it reflection like you said because maybe something you want to do or should be doing, and I'm showing you that, just saying, <laughs> but go ahead. No, that you brought, know. you know, about uh, that in intimidation factor, because it's something within the self. The whole issue with hijab, you know, uh, being stigmatized and the niqab being banned in France, when you look at the history of France, and Algeria, mm -hmm. and when they went there, one of the first things they did was uncover the women. Think about Your freedom how deep, was taken away. Yeah, think about how deep that is, because they knew that the Algerian women, generally they were protected, you know, they were away, they were covered, and it was symbolic to have that control because the foundation of any society is the woman. That's right. If they could remove that, that extra protection from her, the society is exposed and you can do whatever you want to it. You can defile it, destroy it, corrupt it. Yes. But you want to go outside in hot pants and a tank top, which you probably shouldn't be wearing anyway. Right. <laughs> if we're I mean, just like, right. It's kind of defensive to our eyes, but okay. <laughs> and you think that you're empowered. And you think that you're empowered. That's empowering by going out naked. But the now powers I, that be, they understand the protection, the power, the strength that is in preserving yourself, your body. Hmm. That's powerful. It is. And feel okay with going out there and do it. And like right now, I'm like when I go out, I'm in niqab and it feels like Inshallah. this is empowering me. And I go out and it's like, you know, people feel like, you know, I'm getting more of the strange looks from the women than the men. You know, um, men are like, you know, excuse me, or opening the door, you know, and the women are looking, you know, you know, like I'm from coming from planet whatever, because they're thinking the total opposite. And I'm like, no, I'm empowering. Because I think when I get up, I can still go out and look elegant and look nice. You going through, you know, tons of transformation, wherever that may be, or I can go out with my hair is not done or whatever that may be. Right. Yeah. 
just to, yeah, just to impress, but not impress. But, um, but that's foretold that the women will be dressed, but not dressed. Yeah. That's already yeah. been foretold on that. Women will be, that's how women will be. And so you expect this high respect and all this high regard and it's, it's preposterous. You're not even respecting yourself. That's the scary part. And you think this is respect. So, you know, the truth is in the reverse, unfortunately. Yeah, everything's backwards. And when the women start to think that way, you see the whole world crumble when they uh, lose that, as far as their, their own self-dignity and how they feel about themselves. Because I said, you know, because I tell some people, um, I think if you will go look in a mirror and I want you to get a full length mirror and stand there and tell me how you feel, how you dress and how you look in this way. And I bet you go right back in there and change because you're not looking at yourself, that reflection. Well, you have women that argue, oh, I wear this for myself. I don't wear it for anybody else. Yeah, you are. <laughs> we had a coworker and we went out and she had on this skirt and she keep, you know, tugging at it, pulling at it. What for? Let it rise up. That's what you wore for anyway, right? What you pulling down for? You knew it was short when you put it on. Let it rise up. And so we walking and who are these men or they catcalling, you know, they catcalling, mm -hmm. screaming across the thing. And now she's like feeling, you know, like, oh my God, the attention mm -hmm. that you wanted to get, it probably was some guy at work or somebody else at the store that you want them to look at you. That didn't happen. You got the attention from somewhere else. But I've been told if you're not selling, don't advertise. You're not supposed to say that though. Right? Isn't it, what do they call that? Slut shaming or something like that? How I look at it, <laughs> if, you, if that's your job and this is how you're making your money, it may not be halal, but that is your job and this is how you have to dress. But to advertise and tell people, you know, don't call or cat call or anything like that, to me, that's just a total oxymoron. It doesn't make sense. Well, they say that men should control themselves. You should control yourself. No. Yourself? She should be yeah. free to wear whatever she wants. You should, you should she's be, expressing yeah, her sexuality. Yeah, she's expressing her sexuality because I want to make sure that I am, I don't want you to look. I want this guy to look. <laughs> That's basically what it is, right? I don't want that guy to look. I'm looking for this guy to look because you're wearing that for that reason. You can't see yourself, but you, you want people to see it for whatever reason. You are trying to attract, right? That's what animals do. That's the instinct to attract. So I'm going to show this and maybe they'll come to me. You're not going to have your breasts out just because I don't want to see it. Your co <laughs> I'm sitting right in front of you. I don't want to see that. That's just me. So obviously you are doing that. You know, it's either that, it's, but you know, people are so sensitive on one end, you know, you can't say this or that, but on the other end, it's just not this, it's just, unbalanced it's just very unbalanced i don't i don't get it and when i sit down and talk with women and they look at me like aren't you hot and all this other stuff and you know we're all hot it's 100 degrees we're all hot <laughs> we're all hot and i said and they'd be looking like oh maybe i shouldn't have uh tarana you look nice because we were taking pictures and oh my god if i turn this way i'm gonna look fat well if you wear stuff that's not 20 sizes too small you wouldn't have to worry about that but you say this is you, like you said, and you want to express yourself to the world, then so be it. This is what you're going to get. 
You're not going to get some not so called so things nice. So people are going to be talking about you on the media. They may call you fat, skinny, nasty, whatever. But you allow them to do that because you want to be free. That's what you get out of that to the world. People start talking about you. No, they can't say anything about me. They don't see nothing to say. <laughs> how, how oppressed you are. <laughs> they don't, I'm not showing them that they can't say anything. My legs are fat. My they don't because I said they don't see anything. It's not necessary. They don't need to see that. That's the thing. That's you. That's your personal thing. They don't need to see that. So I don't know. I just you know we went from one extreme where women were to the point where they said that they didn't have what well, they claimed they didn't have any rights. But to me, they look some more elegant. That's another story. To the point where you're on this total end where there's no limitations to you. So again, not being in the middle, but a law tells us to be in the middle, not too far to the left, not too far, far to the right, right? You have potassium, all the minerals in your body. If you have too much of something, it's gonna be some issues. If you have too less, it's gonna be some issues. That's what a law has created. So you, we, we, we're in a balance, so everything works. But you can't see it that way. Okay, either we too skinny right now, or we too fat. There's always something, we're always to the extreme in this society. You know, God didn't tell you not to eat, but he told you not to eat the whole cow. Then God told you not to starve yourself. But we don't want to, we don't look at it that way. It's whilst it, you must be in the middle. And that's where you see that, that's where you see that equilibrium that Allah has given us. And you see that peace within that. That's the peace. Ooh, it's a lot. It is. <laughs> It is. That's why I wanted you on because I knew there was going to be some profundity <laughs> with whatever and, was brought up. <laughs> and back to that, and that's why I was so scared. Um, uh, even with my daughter, you know, because I know she's ready to get married and have kids. And I said, man, I just, as like, it's beautiful because I have these grandbabies, but I'm, I get so scared. I know I shouldn't be scared. I should be praying, you know, for that because I see what is right now. And I'm like, you know, Allah, how am I going to protect them? You know, how am I going to protect these babies? Because, you know, I'm not going to be here forever. So, you know, and, you know, praying for, you know, my grandbaby that's here and praying for the grandkids that's coming after because I know I'm not going to be here forever. Because right now what's going on and they're trying to get our babies right there I mean, like my brother said, they're trying to sow that seed as young. They want them right out the womb. They want them right out the womb. The shaitan wants to grab them right there. Shaitan is not waiting until they get older. Shaitan is grabbing them right there. And you see where they're grabbing them. And it's just like, this is profound. This is scary to me. You know, sometimes I wake up and it's like, you know, a lot. I cry because I'm just, you know, it's a totally different world from what I grew up in. But I'm just, I said, what is this going to look like 10 years from now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I share those sentiments. You know, um, I look at my kids. I don't worry about myself, you yeah. know, but I look at them and there's been nights that I have just cried, looking at them just cried. Yes. I, I know this stuff. I know. But they don't know. And I know they I'm not going to be like you. I, I know I'm not going to be here forever. But like my husband said, all you can do is train them and raise them the best that you can. Yep. Give them an understanding of who the creator is early on, instill the love of the Prophet Sallallahu early on. Yes. You've done your part. That's you all you can do. Part. You know, Allah will protect them. We'll protect them. That's all you can do. 
that's all you can do. And that's all, then that's all they will have. Because my kids ask like, mom, can we get you something, whatever? I say, you know what? Well, you can get me more than anything is stay on this dean. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that That's my gift. And that's real talk. <laughs> it's to stay on this dean. Because if I, I can leave you money. I can leave you a million dollars, but it won't mean nothing if you're not on this dean. Yeah. You know, I said, you have that, that's going to be, that's going to be priceless. And I tell them, this is a gift from Allah. You don't have to be on it. You don't. I could be, I could be in the new age movement. Put that on ring back on. <laughs> Let me put that on back on. I could be, I could, at that time, Allah didn't have to speak to me. I could have been caught up in that. It's like, oh yeah, bro, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and going right on with it and going right off into the darkness. And not to come back. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where it is, is the darkness. I could be on that you. same route. Say that again, sis. He said he spared you. He spared me. Yeah. He sure did. And I cannot even be more blessed or thankful for sparing me. Because I could be right there talking this. I could be on, I cannot be here with you. I could be talking about this new age movement. And have, <laughs> you know, what do they call it? Chakras and have crystals, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could, I could be, I could be right there. I sure can. So I tell people, if you have this dean, or you have hold your on dean, to it. It's, hold on to it because it's going to be hard to hold on to. I'm it's hard right now. now. It's so hard I can't now. even imagine. You, you fight for it. You fight for it. This is the only thing. I mean, just you know, I just sit back and I observe this world, and I'm like, alhamdulillah for Islam. If people only knew, if they only knew, if they only knew. <laughs> and I'm. T oh, and speaking of that, and. Islam is the last frontier for them attack. You're giving me chills. You're giving me chills because I was just talking to, he's my muse. I always bounce stuff off of him, but I was just talking to my husband about this earlier. Albert Pike, the, uh, the what highest ranking Freemason in the world of his time, turn of the last century, one of the founding fathers of the KKK. He said that Islam was, like you said, the last frontier. Christianity, Judaism. Got it. So done for. But Islam, World War Three, they have to get Islam. That's right. And that's what Muslims don't even understand this. They don't even see it. They don't understand, like you said, Islam is a gift. And the people who are the entities that are behind all of this, they understand Islam. They understand, yes. And I said to my friend, why do you think that the media is always attacking Islam? Everywhere you turn. Islam is demonized when clearly only someone has to do is do a little research and they will see that it's all lies. So why do they attack Islam? Right. It's all lies. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All you do is get on there, like on that Google, like you Google everything else. <laughs> it's like, are, are we still talking about, you know, Islam was spread by the sword? Like that was so last year. That was like right? 20 years ago. Are we still on that? That's all you got? That's all you got? So talking about the beloved yeah. prophet and him marrying, is that all you got? Yeah, I'm still like, I'm bored. Give me some we're 14 time. years. We're 14, 14 years deep. What you got? We telling me now. We a billion right. deep. What you telling me? Yeah, and and they're, they're quiet on Buddhism, Hinduism, Jainism, all the isms. All the isms. <laughs> but it's all the isms. Yeah, but Islam is a problem. It's a problem. You need to be asking why. Why are they attacking it? Why are the, okay, so speaking on that, on that Black Lives Matter, we keep jumping back. So I'm watching this um, 
And this was Sheikh Kareem. He was talking to this teacher who's talking about all these things that they're trying to introduce in the school system. She was talking about the Black Lives Matter. And oh, she was yeah, saying- she was on the Dean Show. Yes. Yeah. If you remember that. So she was talking about, they have the Black Lives Matter, like, you know, as far as their cartoons and all the, you know, I'm a man, I'm a boy, I'm a woman. I don't die for anything. I'm a cat, I'm a dog, whatever. She said <laughs> they have it in that and in Arabic. Uh-oh. Side by side. Now, why Arabic? Why Arabic? Because there's only, what, 20-something percent of Muslims in the world that are of Arab origin, so. Why <laughs> exactly? Hello. Hello. And she made that point. And she, you know, she's Christian. She's, and I'm a, I, she's a, she's a practicing Christian. Okay. She don't, she ain't, yeah. she ain't buffeted. You know, oh, I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah. She's practicing. And, and so, yeah, she was saying that they have it in both side by side. Okay. Cause she said, you know, basically she's saying in a nutshell, they coming after you. Look, Islam is the only, only, or I should say, Muslims are the only ones that have generally hold out, held out yes. against these these immoralities. Yes, exactly. everybody else has given in, and you see, They've given in. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought it up because you see the infiltration with this. What do they call it? This not liberal Islam, but this modernization. Oh, 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 wait a of minute, Islam. Uh, a progressive. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, Excuse that's me. a new term. <laughs> <laughs> progressive islam you know they had that whole fiasco with i don't even want to say his name but that prominent uh imam what is, what is he a sheikh in new york i don't know where he's from but you know who i'm talking about there was american a, right yeah with yes. holding hands with lgbtq elemental people yes all of that yes oh yeah oh yeah skinning and grinning yeah and i've seen people in our community very divided on this why because Why of that infiltration yes and something that nobody seems to be addressing is we need to understand that we have people in our communities that were placed there oh yeah mm -hmm. where where do these checks get all this money some of these people that are very you know this they're celebrities they're celebrities where do they get the status they didn't study in medina some of them they haven't no. gone to these prestigious you know islamic institutions just came out of nowhere yeah, like Obama, just out of nowhere. Yeah, I did right. I didn't know where. Just oh, didn't hear nothing and know anything about him. Just like he came through the woodwork. Yeah, right. Like they said, he came out of the woodwork. Means he came out of nowhere. Yeah, and and what they're they're talking, what they're speaking, their words are very sweet, beautiful. Of course. But but where is where's the dean? You know, if you look at the messages, they're very that motivational speaking. Very yes. vague when it comes to the details of the religion. Oh, you want to make it palatable. You don't want to make it. Because it appeals to people. Like you it said, that accountability. People. That accountability. Oh, I can still do this and still be Muslim? Oh, okay. I can still sleep around and still be Muslim? Oh, okay. <laughs> like I was, I'm in some of these Facebook groups. And one of them, there was this post about, you know, you guys, um, I love Halloween. You know, I know all the symbolism and the occultism that goes along with it, but I just love the holiday. I love dressing up. And I'm like, do we really need to talk about this? What, 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 where's the discussion at? This is a non-issue. That's you and your, your problem. Let's not try and to rationalize this. Don't wrap, you're going, that's what you're going to tell your creator? I really loved it? <laughs> oh, you know, I, a lot of love dressing up. 
just the other day, there was this post. Just one night, streets. just one day, right? Just one day. <laughs> I mean, it's not technically, you know, haram, not technically. Not technically. They didn't say, it's not in, it's not in the Quran. <laughs> so that doesn't mean, you know, yeah. that's one of those, well, you know, what is it hurting? What is it hurting? You keep doing that, the plateau will keep going up. Where is it hurting? Yes. And that's You're going to slide right on down. Yeah, we have been inf infiltrated. Big time. So, Big yeah, time. to your point of Islam being the last frontier, absolutely. And yes, you you have to wake up. You need to recognize. You're going to have to hold on to this dean. You're going to have to hold on to this dean because when you start getting that, and here's the deal. We all have our jihad, right? My jihad could be this. My jihad may be me fighting my sexuality, okay? Mm -hmm. We're not saying that doesn't exist because it does. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that law is going to cast you down to the fury. Was, I'm not saying that because that's the law's mercy. That's not mine. But you could be born with two heads. It doesn't mean it's normal. Hmm. Yeah. Don't make it normal. That just could be a jihad, okay? Now, should you, should I, so those people, if you are struggling with that, should I stop speaking to you or cash you down? No, I, sh I, I should not do that. But am I going to go to your wedding? No. I'm not going to condone. It's just as simple as that. And I can still be your friend. I can still be this because that's what Allah told me as far as how I treat people. But it doesn't mean because of that, if I have a friend that at the Church of Satan, it doesn't mean I, I go to their parties. <laughs> You're not going to no potluck at the Church of Satan. Thank you. <laughs> because you start doing that, you know, it's not. And it's and people, you don't never know what that person may be. It was this lady and she was, it was, um, she said, you know, that was this lifestyle she was living. And she got so deep that she thought that not this was it. She was scared to get out of it. It was like a club for her because she had gained so much morale. She gave so much pat on the back and, oh my God, this is awesome. And um, you are the spokesperson for this. And she said, I was making good money. She said, I'm gonna be very honest. She said, my mother died and I was going to be, you know, we had it where I had my plot next to her. And she said, after she died, she said, you know what? I don't want to meet God like this. Hmm. She said, nobody had to tell. She said, nobody told me nothing. Nobody influenced me. But she said, I don't want to meet God in this condition. But I have been in this for so long and I had gained so much from it in this dunya. It was just pleasing to me because of that. So, you know, and this lady, she's Christian, you know, from just hearing that, you know. So it's not, you know, she said, you know, just because everybody's doing it don't mean it's right. Okay. <laughs> It may be legal. That don't mean it's right. <laughs> we keep it legal, yeah. legal, you know, it was it was always not legal in the eyes of a law. <laughs> okay. Of course, with man's laws, what do they do? It's fluctuating every time by our emotions, by this or that. That's what that's made of. And a lot of this is all political. It has nothing to do as far as, okay, um, if we make it political, then it's more money for us in all type of avenues. Okay. With the pharmaceutical business. You want to be a cat? You want to be a dog? Cool. We'll give you the stuff for it. Yeah, you got to yeah. pay for it. Okay. We'll give it to you because at this point, whatever you have to take this for the rest of your life. And so we know at this point in this system, that money will keep coming in. Yeah. Customer for life. So go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> 
And then speaking on, there was this other guy, he was like, he wanted to transfer into a woman. And he said, the reason why is because he was like, I was frail. You know, I wasn't that big, tough guy. And I always got picked on. And he said, he thought if he was a woman, he wouldn't get picked on. Okay. Because I was going through some stuff. And he said, you know, I was sticking me when I was going through it, I was trying to stick my butt out, try to work, walk, walk a certain way. And he said, I realized I'm not a woman. <laughs> Even though I'm not this big, brawny man, but I'm still a man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to force myself into something because I figured this was right. He said, nobody really came to me and really sat down and talked to me about what was going on in my life. They won't. They won't because they, won't. they, they want you to fall into that thing. That thing. Yeah. So he said, I was taking the hormones. He said, I stopped. He says, good thing I didn't do the last of it, which mm. was the reassignment because I'd been right. screwed. But I was able to go back because I just stopped taking the hormones and, you know, whatever. But he was saying that. He said, that's the reason why I did it. He said, nobody really sat down and talked to me and was like, you know, this is what I was going through. You know, I was having issues with this, you know, myself. And it had nothing really to do with, oh, I guess I better be a woman now because since, you know, I'm going to be treated better. Yeah. But he's like, I was on that, you know, I was on that path. And of course, he's like, I had to take those hormones for every day. Yeah. It's just like yeah. taking anything else. And of course, the pharmaceutical, they don't care. That's just money for them now. They're happy to do it. Yeah. Those psychiatrists don't care either. No, not anymore. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's money for them. They'll make it work. <laughs> if you don't really, if you kind of teeter-totter and don't really know, they probably force it that you will know if that makes sense. They'll influence it that way. Because that means they can get more people coming to them. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's all this, you know what I'm saying? They can get more customers if that makes sense. Go sit down with Dr. Joe, you know, he'll help you finalize what you really believe. <laughs> but if you say that, you're transphobic. You're transphobic. That's right. <laughs> But see, Doctor Joe yes. knows his friend who who practice that practice who does these type of surgeries. Hey, man, I got another one. <laughs> and so, but I'm transphobic because, or I'm homophobic, and I'm none of those things because now you're attacking my beliefs, which is scary. So you're telling me this is a democracy and I can say what I want to say, but as soon as I say something about my beliefs, now I'm homophobic or transphobic. No, you I'm not telling you to stop that. doing it. You see what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. going knocking on your door telling you to stop being gay. <laughs> so, so, I mean, so don't tell me as far as what I have learned from my dean, this is what Allah says. It's not what the book, it's not what your mama said, your daddy said, this, that. this is what your creator says. And there's a reason for it. <laughs> I mean, and even with that, you can yeah. see the ramifications of it. Yes. How many the of these people who go through these transformations and these different lifestyles are actually happy? They're not. You know, I used to, when I was in college, I used to hang out with these different types of people. And mm -hmm. I never knew an individual who was stable. There was always, you know, some emotional, psychological, right. just all these kinds of issues going on. It was never just, okay, I live this way and it's just normal. Nope. It was always dysfunctional and chaotic. It's chaotic. There you go. A lot of times we'll turn into the substance abuse because what happens is we have experiences. And that's why I tell people it's not necessarily I was born this way. It's experiences that we go through, whether it be abuse, whether it be psychological. A lot of people, from my understanding that I've had people I have met, there's something underlying that has 
brought them to this point. Right. They didn't just wake up one day and here I am. No, something has brought them to this point, whatever it may be. It has brought them to this point. And I tell people, it's like, you know, we're born Muslim, but at the end of the day, we might be something else. Yeah. Because of the experiences, our parents, all that things that we go through. And they may not even know. They may not even know that this was an impact on their life. And so, no, I'm not trans or homophobic because a lot, I, I know better. A lot didn't teach me that and doesn't teach me that. It teaches you to have compassion for one because you, I don't know what they went through. You know, that's the thing. So you, you pray and hope they get through whatever it is, but you don't know. So, I, I, so when you say I'm homophobic, I said, no, this is a lost word. <laughs> but Allah told me how to treat and deal with people, period. Because I have sat down with some people and, and I'm not trying to say, oh, I have a black friend. It's not one of those. <laughs> sat down with them. Cool as pepper. Good hearted. But they will tell you that, like you said, there's some underlying issues. There's some things there's some depression as all this going on. It's chaotic. But at the end of the day, they're still a person. Mm -hmm. So I tell people, how dare you call me that? Because that's not how I'm thinking. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell them that everything is all right or try to rationalize it. That's not the way. But that's what you're, you're supposed to do. Yeah. To avoid from getting to these underlying issues. Because then we will have to talk about some other things about the society at whole. Exactly. To avoid that, let's just label anybody who has dissent concerning that. Let's just label them and let them move on. You know, yeah. no matter, I don't care if it's, um, what do we call, what I call the alph alphabet soup. So <laughs> LGBTQ, yeah. DEF. each year, I'm not lying, they add to it. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. some days I feel like I'm a woman and some days I feel like a man, but six months out of the year, I'm a woman. So I'm seminary woman. And then on the other on the other six months, you know, I'm a man. It's that's where it's that's where it's come to. Okay. Yeah. And have you have you all tore up right here? I mean, and then you're gonna tell me to accept it. You're supposed to accept it. Because somebody told you, no, girl, that's that's cool. Or even it goes, even with the fat shaming. Uh, dear, you're 350 pounds. No woman should weigh 350 pounds. Well, I'm comfortable in my body. No, you're not. You're not. You're not. That's not healthy. It doesn't matter if you, you know, have a six pack or whatever. It's about health. It's about health. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I'm overweight. If I gain five pounds, I would feel it in my knees. There's no way I can walk around at 350 and feel good. That's not, that's not humanly possible. I'm just going to keep it real. It's not. You accepted it. Okay. Don't tell me you feel good. If the doctor said, I, I, you, you can drop 100 pounds right now, I'm going to give you this shot. You'll snatch that, you snatch that, 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 you know, you'll snatch that needle right off his hand and give it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, if he told yeah. you that, don't, don't play. But society, like you said, has told you because you have these feelings that it's okay. That's all right. It's okay to be confused because we got a word for that. We got mm -hmm. a label for that. Mm -hmm. Gender fluid. What is that? Well, I kind of flow this way and that way. You're not a frog. You can't change your sexual thing like that. Allah built the amphibians that way for a purpose. Everything Allah has done is perfect and it's been done for a reason. He did not build humans to change their sexual organism from one to the next. These animals were built this way. 
that's in their gene. It's already there. You're trying to get basically get blood out of a turnip. Hmm. Have you seen, I don't, I don't know the term for it, but it's these people that they think that uh, they shouldn't have two limbs. No. Oh like, my gosh. like uh, they were born, they, sh they think they should have been born with one arm or one leg. Wow. Okay. I have not heard that. Yeah. So they'll have these parties because they'll try to go to a, a doctor, obviously, to get amputated, but that's not, no credible physician is going to, you know, <laughs> sign off on that. Not so, yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. I say you're right. Not yet. <laughs> Slippery slope. So they'll have these parties where they'll, uh, you know, get in a, a, a tub of ice and they'll amputate themselves. And if you're a double amputee, that's like celebrity status in these circles. I, can, I don't know the name of it. You okay. have that and you have the other kin. You know about that, don't you? Wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me digest. This. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I can't even speak on it. <laughs> There's the I can't because I know for it. <laughs> Give it some time, and they're gonna say this is a condition, and that these people can't live. They're depressed. And we're going to have to give them the right to take them <laughs> off. Watch it. I heard a lady talking about that pedophiles should be treated oh, yeah. Yeah. because they have a condition. Yeah, that's already happened. You have a lot of apologists for pedophiles. Because that, that narrative is starting to change now. Because that's you see slippery what I'm slope. Once you start saying that men can be women and so on and so forth, why not let these people... You know, oh, because it's not consensual. But what they're doing, that's why they want to go after children younger. Yeah. That's why they're trying to teach sense. sex ed at three and all of this. Right, three. To, to make them, to give off the impression that they have some kind of understanding of all of these things. Because and because can, these people yeah. are born this way. Yeah, if you can prove that and that there's some kind of understanding when you're a toddler of sexuality and pleasure and all of this, then yeah. how can they not consent? They know what this is all about. We've been teaching this, like you said, since they came out the mother's womb. So they know if they're consensual or not. This is not rape. This is not pedophilia. It's love. You it's already love. got. You already got Nambla. Yeah. What is oh, that? Because I know love is love. You know that, right? That's the new well, thing. Yeah. North American Man Boy Love Association. They've been around for years. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But people don't like to talk about Nambla. You don't want to talk about that, do you? Why the Greeks were doing it? Well. That was profound. That was the culture. Again, that was that's like the the bedrock of Western civilization, right? Th thank you, the bedrock, right? Even though that's they didn't look nothing like you. <laughs> that's the cradle. <laughs> just saying, your oh my gosh, I just <sighs> and the other kin, people who think that they're animals. You know about that? I didn't know, but I knew because I. What did I tell you? They're going to say, I want to be a cat. I want to be a dog. Or I want to marry my cat and dog, right? You already have that. Yeah. Yeah. This is my wife. <laughs> it's a Maine Coon. She said a Maine Coon. <laughs> this is 
my dog. He's my husband. He's a great dame. <laughs> love is love, right? You can't tell them that love is not love. Love is love. That, that's, no, that's, that is their model now. Love is love no matter what. <laughs> if you're going to open that door, open it for everyone. Equality. Open it up. There you go. Equality. It was this guy. It was so funny. It was this black guy. And he was like, he did. He wanted a, he said, I'm transforming into a 35-year-old white man. That's why I see myself. And he had it. It was like the skit. It was crazy. But he's showing it. To, that's to the point where this is coming to. Well, I want to be Russia with yeah. uh, what? What was her name? The one a couple of years ago, Dazal. What did she turn? What did she want to be? A black woman. She had been. Oh, that's you know, right. Yeah, you had her, and then you just had this uh, this college professor come out and saying she had been lying all these years that she was black. Well, let him be. Hey. Let it put it in. Actually, go down there. Put it on there. Put it on their paperwork. <laughs> Why not? You can't tell nobody now. You, once you open up that floodgate, you open it up. Now it's gonna be a. a it's gonna be anything and everything. You can't tell nobody anything right now because this is what you you claim. This is what you want. This is what's gonna be the end result of that. Okay, you're gonna have people coming out with anything and everything. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna be cutting off arms, and the government gonna be paying for it too. <laughs> It's because gonna be hard because you deserve to be happy, <laughs> and the government will pay it for them cutting off the limbs because these people will live a much richer life if they have all their limbs gone. <laughs> then they'll be collected in some type of government assistance on top of it because they won't be able to work nowhere. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. If they, if they <laughs> survive the surgery. Right, you can survive the surgery. Now you ain't got no lens. What am I going to do now? But I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you, you define your happiness. So You define your happiness. Mm -hmm. That's where that's at. And that's when people talk about, we're going to get back to the new norm. And I'm thinking like, that's when we go back to that when we begin. And I'm thinking like, what is the new norm? Not new norm. We're going to go back to the normalcy we were doing before. So in, in my mind, that lets me further know your eyes are completely shut. Oh, yeah, because if you were to mention all of this or just one of those things, they don't know about it. And that's not what they were talking about anyway. They want to go back right? <laughs> to their TGI Fridays and their Monday night football yep. and, you know, their Kardashians. That's what they want to go back to. Yes. They don't that's want the all of this. Yeah, they don't want all this fear of, you know, looming death and, you know, leave that for, for the brown people in the other countries. Right. Okay. <laughs> Here, land of milk and honey. Right. <laughs> I want my TGI Fridays and my football. And my football. That's all they yeah. care about is that football. And then I may donate money every now and then. You know, if I feel like maybe those little brown children looks like they're getting hungry or, you know. <laughs> looking you know, hungry or exactly. make myself feel good. Exactly. You know? But giving my alcohol, because even with all the COVID, they shut down everything. Everything, places was worship, everything was shut down. You know what they didn't shut down? Liquor stores. Of course. They would have rioted until all day. They would have over. They would have. They would have went to that state capital in Denver. They would have had those people at gunpoint. <laughs> I'm not lying. They would have. Yeah, I, I know my European brothers. They would have had them at gunpoint. You gonna open up this liquor store? <laughs> it was the last thing. I don't care. Shut down the hospital. Shut them down. This liquor store. It's gonna stay open. Cause I'm a drink. Yeah, stay home, stay safe. But uh, right, that Jack Daniels. <laughs> that Jack Daniels. I'm just saying. And a liquor store is basically we call recession proof. You've never heard anybody say, well, you know, I'm going to stop drinking because, you know, I ain't got too much money. No, that will make always a way. Make, make a way. 
So that stayed open. So that lets me further know when I be talking, when they be talking about that COVID, something you ain't telling. Because <laughs> you can't pick and choose, but you're going to keep open and stay open and tell me that liquor is something. <laughs> you you given limitations on the grocery stores, but you got that open full blast? Who you think you're fooling? But they woke, though. They woke. <laughs> you got that full blast. And then you have, then you'll go ahead, then you have the marijuana shops, because you got to have that, too. Right. You got to have your drugs and alcohol. Okay. Um, that was, that stayed open. Okay. They didn't have no problems with that. And this was at the very beginning. Okay. This is not now where everybody had masks. That wasn't none of that. It wasn't no mask wearing, no nothing. <laughs> okay. But they had that wide open. But COVID is killing everybody. Well, even with this election where they said, uh, you know, oh, you can go out and vote you know, quarantine, don't worry about it, go out and vote. Or with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, or go out and protest, it's okay. So, it's okay. I mean, okay. If, if there's looming death. If it's looming death <laughs> and people are dropping like flies, just like that, that's what I'm saying. Who do you think you're fooling? What's well, really going well, on? They fool millions. They fool <laughs> millions. On millions. And then you wait, like my brother said, they wait to have this vaccination that's coming out. And oh, then yeah. they're gonna tell you, before you can travel, before you go anywhere, mm -hmm. you're going to take this. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, you're going to be taking this. And I'm thinking like, well, how are they going to, and I said, let's they going to have people maybe at the borders of like, for example, Colorado, wherever you go, they're going to stay going to ask you for that thing. Now you're talking about, it's supposed to be so free in democracy. We'll wait. We'll see. People <laughs> we'll want see. it. Huh? People want it. I mean, people are so, you know, brain dead. Oh they, yeah. Because they, they figure they this. get their freedom back. They're going to want it. They want, yeah, they need that TGI Friday. So they need that TGI Friday. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> you know, what is it? I don't care. Give it to me. So I can have that stamp of seal so I can maneuver. So that's the scary part. That's yes, where people yes. are at. And I just be sitting at work and I'd be listening to them talk. And they always like, Tarana, you kind of, I said, I'm not, I mean, I come out once in a blue moon. And I tell them, because a lot of times I'm in my office, I'm trying to connect with Allah. I'm praying. So there, that's what I do during my lunch. But some of that is true. The other half is I can't sit down and listen to that buffoonery all day. Mm. I can't. I know what you mean. Yeah. I said, I can't do it. And these are all women. I can't listen to your personal stuff because you guys tell anything and everything. And I said, if you telling your business, you're going to tell mine. What are you talking about? Well, you just told me the last time you and your husband had intercourse. So Whoa. where's the boundaries? <laughs> I didn't come to, I didn't come to sit down and lunch to hear that, but Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, so, it's empty you know it's, it's, and talk, that's why I said your talk is empty and it, yeah yeah you're gonna need that sensitivity training <laughs> <laughs> and I mean real fast <laughs> you're gonna do it you're gonna do it now you know <laughs> exactly so I said no that's why I don't sit around with you guys no that's why because it's so much buffoonery and I tell myself I feel like I'm like alone and I'm thinking like, besides maybe talking to my brother, talking to you, I'm just like, it's almost like you said, it's like the zombie movie and there's only a few of us left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you got everybody just like, oh, <laughs> that's. <laughs> when you see the world, yeah. When you see the world for what it is, it's lonely. It's lonely. 
because everybody just like, and they're just following, you know, just barely just holding on and just whatever, you know, the zombies, they follow each other, you know, the, the wind blows, they hear sound, everybody goes toward that direction. No questions asked, no nothing. It blows over here, they go this way. One person started doing this, the other person follows. It's just, that's, that's where people are right now. So when we see those zombie movies, that's honestly, that is a reflection of our society. This is. is us. Yeah, it is. And you're only a few people that's, you know, that's trying to, to survive. And as soon as you get infected, that's a done deal. Mm-hmm. And that's true because in the zombie movies, once you get infected, a lot of people, they don't want to be like that. So what they do, they kill themselves. They say, kill me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm no more, I'm, de- I'm dead. Literally, I'm dead. I'm yeah, physically alive, but mentally, I'm done. And that's how it, honestly, that's how it feels right now. It does. You know, um, so every time I go out to the store, I kind of take a couple breaths and say, let me pray. Because I know when I go in there, I just feel this energy and it's just, and people are just, they're empty. Their souls, you look at right into their souls, they're empty. Yeah. You look right through them. And it's just, it's just, I'm telling you, it's disturbing. And it's just almost like it's something in the air. Mm. And I'm thinking like, wow, how long is this going to (laughs) go? You know, just like... (laughs) Allah, please prepare me, you know, because <laughs> I just know, like, how long is this going to keep going on, you know, because right now it's escalating. Before, it seemed like it was slow. Now it's like it's, it's going faster, if yeah. you notice that, you know, it's getting to the point where it's just non-stopping. It's like this fast car. It's like a car with no brakes right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how it feels. And nobody Not- notices. Nobody, and I asked, I asked my, I said, why is it? And I get depressed and I was like, is it just me? I just sitting around, I'm like, wow. I said, maybe I'm crazy, you know? Aziz, I'm telling you, and I just, and, and, and when I tell my family members, I say, we have to turn back to God. And it's like crickets. Is that the solution? No, I just thought it sounded good. Maybe we can vote somebody else in. We can vote somebody else in. Who's coming up next? Well, Biden might get, oh, we got a person of color there. That'd be cool. Everything would be cozy. We'll just sit back and chill and everything will be everything. That's their attitude. For real. That's all they have to do. Well, you know, Allah told us not everybody is, is going to make it. They're not. It's not. You just have to hope, you know, that you are one of the few. And we were talking about in our bakra, and I told you about before, that is just, you know, I've read it, but I didn't really study it. And I was just like, um, I said, this is us wandering in the wilderness. Allah has given so many blessings and we don't, we can't even see it. We just, Allah showing you the, what, what do you want me to do? You know, oh, there's food right there. There's a cow. Are we supposed to sacrifice? What? what? No, but over here, when we was with the Egyptians, we worship the, you know, yeah. What color is the cow? Ask the what color the cow. Is it green? Are we supposed to do the green one? What size is it? Is it big? Is it small? You know, I mean, just write everything is given to you. But yeah, I said, this is where we are. And also as Muslims, you we've been given this beautiful deen and we follow in them same footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even with this COVID thing, there's been a silver lining. Like for me, this was one of the best Ramadans because there was no distractions. It wasn't. It you was know, so beautiful. Aside from oh the masjids being closed, but it was. there was just that that peace with it. It was. No hustle and bustle. It wasn't. It was so beautiful. And look at the mercy in that. 
the mercy. Because all of this, this chaos, this political stuff, it, everything that was going on, you were given that time to wake up. Sister, you are so right. We had all these activities going on at work. I didn't know I was getting ready just to walk away from that. We need, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be creating a whole plane. We're going to be creating this type of function. We're going to create this type of, you know, program. All this stuff was going on, okay? That COVID came, it cut all that other nonsense that you yeah, were doing. Yeah, yeah. And look how much the creator has allowed to be revealed in 2020. Yes. 2020 vision. 2020 vision, like listen to that. And you're so right, because this Ramadan, it was just relaxing. It was a focus on yourself, not like, I'm gonna get to the mash, what we gonna eat? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. This is not, this, who, who gonna be there? Who gonna be there? Who's cooking? <laughs> oh, they cooking, I ain't going there tonight. That's how it would be. Wasting water, wasting food. I see yeah. tons of food going into the trash can. I'm thinking like, this is Ramadan. Are you serious right now? This is supposed to be our reflection of getting back to the creator, hopefully staying that way after Ramadan. This is not, a, this is not about, I haven't eaten in 16 hours. That's not what Ramadan is about. Open up your mind. This is not party time. And that's what they told me, one big party. Yes, you get together, we enjoy it, we, we praising Allah, and that's, uh, Ramadan is a beautiful time, but then it's all about the food. Mm -hmm. it's all about who my friends gonna be there we just chit-chatting and hanging out okay <laughs> well that's what it was you might see a few sisters kind of getting into the deed and they reading the quran but most of that's just you know talking about anything and everything right i guarantee that conversation is not involving a law mm. it's probably what you're gonna cook and what you're gonna cook what you're doing what you're not doing what you're gonna wear what you're not gonna wear i know that's the conversation because i can hear it <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just saying. So sometimes, you know, and I say even for Muslims, you're not, if we weren't going to the masjid, if you weren't worshiping, now this has been taken away from you. You better take heed to that. Yeah. So now yeah. you're really trying to hold on to your religion. Because if you weren't doing it in your house and you just depended on the masjid for prayer, you in trouble. It could be a sign getting us ready. I mean, Allahu Alam. You know, because I said, you know, you have to make your house your master right now. What if you can't go? Yeah. You can't go now. They, they already talking about somebody in our community. I think somebody was diagnosed with COVID. And now I think it was mashed on Noor. They just completely shut that completely down. So they're not even opening up to further notice. Yes. Because now even, you know, because they opened them back up here. But I mean, with this distance. How do you pray like this? It's kind of like, what, what is this? To me, you might as well just stay closed. Because shit's not all up in there. All up, right. You got all this opening. <laughs> Six feet. You over here, over there in the back. Like you said, what is the point now? And think about that. Six feet. Six feet. How, how, how uh, deep do you get buried in the ground? Six feet. Six feet. Why did they make it six feet? I don't know, but it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Six feet deep and six feet away. Six feet away from Allah, you know, because like you see, you're building that connection mm -hmm. and now you're six feet away. So basically like you kind of symbolize that, okay, now this almost symbolized with death. Hmm. You know, death of you, death of your deen, death of your, you know, your places of worship, those type of things that you might've taken for granted, you know, not keeping up with them, not uh, taking care of them, all that other stuff. Now you can't even go. You got all these ramifications, all these laws, this, that, and the other. You know, now you got a mask on your face. 
Now you bring right. your own, you bring it on this, on that, everything. Yeah. And Ramadan, you can go ahead and probably, I'm pretty sure coming up, I can't determine, but I can see that being another, maybe not, you know, having as well. Yeah, because I can see really Go ahead. No, I just I can see that. I don't. I don't think yeah. this is going away. I mean, Allah alam, I don't. I don't see this going away, even when with their vaccine. Without a vaccine, yeah, I don't see that either because it's going to be something else. So mm -hmm. I just tell people, I said, you know, and that's when people look at me crazy. I'm just like, you guys, if you, this is our test. If you're not getting through this, there's something coming after this. So don't think, you know, COVID. This is nothing to compare what is going to be coming afterward. This is nothing. Yeah. Oh, my world's just falling apart. What do you mean? It's been falling apart, honey. It's been <laughs> falling apart. What are you talking about? You should think it fell apart in March of 2020. It's been falling apart right. since the beginning. It's been falling apart. And if you couldn't see that, because what it is, you got complacent. You got complacent. You fell into this normalcy. So everything they keep, they, they, they give things to you. They give a few minutes of it, right? Or maybe I have a show. If you notice the shows now, they, they're, they're infiltrating, okay? Mm -hmm. You can't even no more. No. All right? Now, they'll have certain shows on. They'll see how you react to it. If they don't see a lot of people like, oh, my God, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Then they're the next level. Yeah. Cuties. <laughs> yes. You see what I mean? They keep going. Because they basically, they're testing the waters to see where everybody's mind at, see where their head is at, and see what they accept, what they won't accept. Now on TV, you can't even... Before, it's not about somebody giving a peck. And when I mean they show the whole thing, they used to, but we even block out. They don't block out nothing. Pornography. Soft, it's soft core porn. Yeah, it's straight up. They don't block out nothing. They show everything, the full act, as though you're watching <laughs> porn. The full act. And they want to see how people, if they're like a pause, and if, if they're not really not saying, they're like, oh, well, okay, let's go to the next level. Okay, we'll show two women, for example. Okay, people not too skirmish about that. Oh, that's diversity, though. Oh, it's diverse. But now they had a show, and now it's two men. And I'm not talking about, they went way beyond as though I was watching some, it was so, dis anyway, I said, <laughs> if I turn anything on for Zeta, of course, you know, we have to be whatever. But even for myself, because my brother said, when you start to watch that stuff and look mm -hmm. at that stuff, he said that starts to infiltrate your mind into yeah. your soul. Yeah. You get and he said, watch it. You open it up the doors to shaitan. Yeah, television programming. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. He said, you're opening up the doors because if they know that you accept that, you're watching, you're cool, then as he said, then it's just like open sesame. Mm -hmm. And that's a way to infiltrate it to your heart and to your soul, you know, and, and grabbing you right there. And I was like, you know, bro, I said, you're, that is so, you're so right. And in that vision, when I saw that, it's still in that disgusting vision, it's still in my head. I can't get it out. You see what I'm saying? And I tell people, see, that's why Allah doesn't want you fooling in that stuff. This is why. It's not because like, oh, I want my freedom. Oh, I want this. Allah already knows. And I was so uncomfortable. And now I'm scared to even watch anything on TV because it's just, you know, I see, maybe you guys need to tell us when you flash, don't just say PG-13, tell us exactly what's going to be in that movie, please. Yeah, when I was coming up, PG-13 was something completely different. Yeah, but now that's probably, <laughs> yeah. that's, you know, 
It's not even, they don't even probably have rated R no more because that doesn't even mean anything. You're going to have to probably have to put XXXX like they used to do when we, when we was growing up. You know, they, you knew that was some, you know, pornography, whatever, when they had the XXX. All of it's XXX in my book. Right. You know, when I look at that. But like you said, that's programming. Mm-hmm. You see how deep that goes. And then you're watching and you say, oh, well, that's not that bad. I've seen worse. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right? You get that, that threshold. Notion. Yeah. That threshold, I see worse. That's nothing. Yeah, and we, okay. we, we canceled Netflix, you know, because it, it was just kept getting worse. If, if, I thought it was just me. No, no. And even stuff for the kids, because we got it, you know, to have, you know, something for them to watch every now and then. But th- that stuff I was looking at, watching it with them, like, uh-uh, no, we're, we're not doing this. I'm not paying for this. Oh, my son was like that when he was, you're right though, because he was like, mom, some of the cartoons, he's like, we used to watch, you know, I used to watch the cartoons with my kids and all that. But he said, now with Zeta, he said, there's some cartoons. He's like, you're kidding me. This is a kid's cartoon. Yeah. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Cartoon? Mm-hmm. So now, you know, we're down to like, I don't know if you heard of Coco Melon, but Coco mm-hmm. Melon is pretty, oh, that is, is wholesome. Very, very, very wholesome. Your kids can watch it and you know, no worries. There's only a few of those like that. But we're down to maybe watching that. But you're right, Netflix is just gone. They done got off the chain. Did you hear about that one about the, they were getting in trouble with? They had a lawsuit? The cuties? Yeah. I saw that. And Did you watch it? No, 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 no. Oh, I didn't know if you had seen like episodes. No, I saw the trailer. And, you know, people are very, very hypocritical. Like, you're, you're upset about this, but you don't say anything about you know, what you see on TV every day. Right. That's, you know, how, how is that any different? And th- these are young girls too, or you even have um, older girls who are dressed in a way to make them look prepubescent and you don't have yes. a problem with that. That's you art. You don't have a problem with that. That's but now, <laughs> but now this, for some reason, you know, you have this selective outrage. Give me a break. It's all bad. It's all, you're but right. It is all bad. no, this lesser of two evils. Nope. Evil, evil is evil. Is evil. Evil is evil. There's I don't no want to get shot in the head and I don't want to burn to death. <laughs> both of them are bad. Both of them are bad. It's both death. <laughs> it's just a different type of death. It's still death, right? But you're so right, though, because like you said, if you can, um, what's on the TV and the sky is the limit, this is nothing. Because I was wondering what was the big deal when they were talking about it. And I was like, they were talking about kind of kids kind of making them like, um, you know, not sexual. Well, no, it was sexual, but maybe the way they were dressing and stuff like that. I'm thinking like, okay. But you know, what was interesting. Nobody mentioned that the slight about uh, Muslims in there. The girl, the main yeah. one, her name is, her name is Amy. Huh? But yeah, you know, who, Amira you, is it supposed to be Amira. That's what I was wondering because it has a Muslim last name, but yeah, the name was Amy in there. And they're from synagogue. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, synagogue is, you know, is influenced highly by the French. Mm-hmm. And that's who's part, who, that's who's behind the story. That's right. Here we go with the French again. There we go. <laughs> that's who's behind all that. Yes. <laughs> that infiltrating. That's absolutely you know? right. Yeah. I forgot about the saying? French connection. Yeah. And if that's the main character on there, I believe is the Muslim girl. And that's what's mm-hmm. like, huh? Interesting. Nobody outraged about that though. Nobody's outraged about that. So you see what I'm saying is that. You know, we again, Islam being the last frontier, they're putting a little bit of stuff out there, just a little bit to see how the Muslims are going to. So that's how I would say the Muslims in America, because because they'd have gotten complacent because, of course, you've been assimilated. Mm-hmm. You got the creature comforts. Yes. 
you got the comforts, you got the money, you got the nice houses, you got this, you got that, and you have assimilated. You know, you want to be seen as the good Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe like I had her sister's like, don't wear all black. Why? Well, because we don't want them to feel, we want the people to feel comfortable. Seriously? So I guess I'll just make this a turban because I don't want to look too Muslim, right? Yeah. yeah. I wanted to be comfortable for them to, so they can accept me. Maybe get some skinny jeans and, you know. A, yeah, get some skinny jeans. Yeah. yeah, just forget that. Wear the skinny jeans, wear this. I'll put this on, you know, or maybe I'll just drape or it. Or don't wear it at all. Don't, <laughs> that doesn't make you Muslim. Don't wear it at all. I just wear it when I go to the masjid. Like I'm going to Sunday, you know, like they're going to church. What was so, the difference? What's the difference? So that's where you, see, yeah, and you see that I don't want to look, I don't want to be seeming too Muslim. So let me make the palette, whatever that is, whatever that is, too Muslim. Don't wear all black because we don't want them to think that I'm a terrorist. Are you kidding me? And what happened to all the terrorists with COVID? Did are they uh, quarantining as well? They're quarantined. That stops. Okay. Okay. You know. I just want to make sure I, I, I was confused, but I'm glad you no, cleared the, that up for me. The media put they the media put them in a closet for right now. So when the COVID, when that dies down, then they'll let them out the closet. Okay. And then when it rises up again, they have some more news and they put them back in the closet. Okay. okay <laughs> just as long as they're being safe and staying at home. They're being safe and staying okay. at home. Because you know, we'd always know the revolution will not be televised. They're only gonna let you see what they want you to see. Because when all the George Floyd was going on, COVID, you didn't hear nothing about it. Oh, people stopped dying. Yeah, for that, Floyd, the, whoever it was. Yeah, it was like, it was like, that was at the beginning. That was like in May, June, at the height yeah, of it. Yeah. It was. You didn't hear nothing about COVID. They had a little thing on the digits on the side of the, you know, side of the screen. They had little, you know, check marks and all that other stuff. But it was all about that. You heard nothing about the COVID. They were out there marching and all that stuff, holding hand in hand, hugging and kissing. You didn't hear nothing about no COVID, okay? Then that died on. That went on for about 30 days, okay? Then all of a sudden, COVID, <laughs> the person I told you, this being comes back, <laughs> and now everybody's dying again. COVID is selective. It's selective. When they want you to be nervous about it, when you want to. Our surprise is kind of, it's, it's kind of, they're using it now for the elections because, of course, that's steaming the elections. Does that make sense? Because mm -hmm. if, if they didn't have anything about the elections, then you wouldn't hear nothing about it. <laughs> oh, COVID's fine. We got it under control. There hasn't been, we had a lot of cases, but no deaths. Yeah, that's what we, they were saying about three weeks ago. Yeah. I thought there was no cure. I thought people were dying left and right. Yeah, the numbers are increasing. So would the deaths increase too? Well, when has human life ever trumped the economy? Oh, when has that never. ever been more important? So, but never. now, but now it's super important, though. It's super important. That's never been important. That's not going to ever take precedence over the economy, if that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Look at this stuff. And like I said, the media just started. And uh, my husband was just talking about. He's like, God, I can't believe how much control they're in. I said, Yeah. That's how people, that's the only way people think is through the media. That's the only way. And the media knows that. Medium. Medium. Yeah. That, that election thing was going on like a Bronco game. What I mean by that, they were like, so-and-so's got two points. And then so-and-so got three points. Okay, he needs to go over here and he needs to go over there in order for him to be able to win. It was like commentators at a game, if that makes sense. 
commentating. Or if he gets two and then Biden, oh, Biden's up. Oh, Trump is up right now. Oh, he got two and so on. So that's how they were talking about it. And people just watching it just like that, like it was a game. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, I was like, this is comical right now. Yeah, now you have people crying. Yeah, yeah baby, Biden. Yeah. We, yeah, we Biden, did. yeah, they were just like, yeah, just like, you know, like they were like basically playing a game. And it was like, this is mind boggling. That's how they were treating it. And I was like, wow. It was, you know, and we're going to call it now. We're going to call it now. We're like, yay. Now you got people out there partying and drinking. That's what you see out there right now. They're all like loaded up. I know downtown they're out there and what the first thing they going to do? They're going to get toasted up. And then they're going to say everything's back to normal. Then they're going to go back to, they're going to go back to sleep. So they're awake a little bit right now. They're kind of drowsy. So after this is all said and done, they're going to go completely asleep. <laughs> and that's going to be the end of that. Be no more rioting. All the rioting is going to stop because, oh, since Biden and Harris is in there, racism, oh, that is, oh, that's eradicated. You watch it. You won't hear nothing about no police brutality. You won't hear nothing. No more. I guarantee you. Because it all went away. It Trump, went Trump away. was the problem. He was the problem. <laughs> Trump was the problem. They come in and all this, that's going to be a done thing. We're going to have in this beautiful utopia and we're all going to live peace, peacefully as before. We're going to go right back where we were doing before. And that's that's the thought most. We're going to go back asleep. And this time, we'll probably stay asleep. And more than likely, we'll probably fall into a deep coma. <laughs> Which would be, we won't be waking up again. And that's real talk. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be completely dead. And for your spiritual people, honey, you'll be, you all talking about, you already spiritual dead the way you're talking right now. Mm. Yeah, because you don't see any of this. You don't see any of this. You're already dead. Your vision and over your mind. And I be, you know, and, and here's the deal, like, you know, our beloved Prophet, alayhi salam, you know, those, some of those bills were taken off. And he, I mean, he saw, you know, you know, not didn't, didn't see everything. We don't, a lot of us that haven't had no bills taken off. <laughs> so having mm. a bail taken off is a blessing. That is a gift from Allah to have these uh, bills removed. That's why the prophets are the prophets, because they have had that veil removed. They can see. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of us have mud in our eyes. I don't know what that is. It's like we don't have any eyes at all, <laughs> if that makes sense. They've been completely plucked out. <laughs> yeah, because like you said, spiritually dead. Spiritually dead. And you think you awoke and you're not. So that's when it comes up with this, like I said, you're going to, we come up with all this new stuff is coming on because people feel like this awakening period. They feel, they feel, they think they're awake and not realizing you still live in this, in this dream. It's, it's scary to me. And that's why I think it's, you know, sometimes as far as, but like you get kind of depressed and then Allah has to come back to me. And I have to know that this is already, this was already in the works. Yeah, you just got to stay the path. You got to stay the path. And uh, and honestly, with, you know, having, trying to build the strength with my relationship with my creator, these things I don't worry about as much. I don't. I'm not sitting up there wondering who's going to be in office because I know at the end of the day, <laughs> I know who's, I, I know who definitely what people say have my back, if that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, that's yeah. who gives me what I have right now, period. And isn't that a, a wonderful place to be instead of this, this constant limbo? This constant limbo and not knowing. This is the person who gives me and can take away. It's just as simple as that because this all can go too. 
but being that constant lim- limbo, not knowing where I'm at in this world, but I know where I'm at, you know, mm. and <laughs> it may not be, like I said, it may not what people want, you know, this happy thing, but at least the knowing part. Yes. Because now I understand. So I'm not walking around and saying like, Oh, there's no God because everything is happening to to us and all this bloodshed and all this disease and all that other stuff. I understand. Okay. And I understand. And reason why people who say that they don't have that understanding, they don't have that connection with the creator. That's what the shaitan wants you to think. That's the whole point. They're thinking that God is not real. Hmm. <clears throat> that is the whole point in that agenda. Yeah. It's a thing yeah. that God does not exist. Yeah. And that's where they got you. And that's when you get to that point, I tell people, if Shaitan is not messing with you, that means he's already got you. Hmm. That's deep. And for the people who don't believe in God, well, guess what? The people who are running stuff, they know God is real. They know God is real. That's right. They know God is real. They do. They wouldn't fight so hard to keep you away from the creator. Thank you. Exactly. Because all of this is is meant meant to keep you away. That's right. Meant to distract you. They understand. They understand understand psychology. Yes. Look, your creator understands. If you read the Quran, there's so much psychology in there, human nature. And the people who are pulling the strings in this realm they understand human psychology. You That's don't. Right. You don't. That's why you're running here and there instead of going back to what's natural. What is what's the natural? Normal. Ex- exactly. The new normal. And you're so right. They know that God is real. That's why they're trying to pull it out. Because if they, if they felt it was hockey, if it was just googly guy, they'd be like, oh, who cares? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. They would, that wouldn't even bother them. They know it's real. That's why they're trying to pull you away because they know. That is so true. Oh my goodness. You hit that right on the head. <laughs> and you walk and they have you believe in this and you figuring everything is everything. I said, not believe will not save you. It will not. You're still part of this. <laughs> There's no, you're not going to leave here on scave. I'll just put it that way. You'll be a part of this like anyone else, believe it or not. But that is so true. <laughs> that, that, is, that is deep. I could talk to you all night. I know. I'm just thinking like, man, this has definitely been like food for thought. This has been fulfilling. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. It just feels good. It does. It does. It's a release. It is a release. Because like you said, there are very few people that, and they may be well-meaning people. It doesn't yeah, mean, it doesn't mean they're not intelligent or anything like that, but there That's are very not. few people who you can talk to on a certain level. You know, we all have friends and acquaintances that are at a certain level. Oh, yeah. You know, you talk to them about certain things. There's very few people who understand the scope of this life. Of this life. Very few. You know, a very few people that, like you say, people claim that they woke, people came to believe. But like you said, it's very few people. And that's why it does seem, it does feel scary because you can only talk to a few people. You know, like I said, I might have maybe a couple acquaintances I could really get down and talk like that. But other than that, you know, that's it. It's all surface talk. It really is. What's the next recipe? It's all surface talk. (laughs) 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 That's far as you can go. But, you know, we just... um, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us, protect all of us, um, you know, to give us the understanding of what's going on in this world and bringing us closer uh, to you, Allah. 
because we know having distance or, you know, not being close to you, we know that's death in this life and in the afterlife, period. And we're asking you to protect our families, protect our children, protect our children's children, because I would not be here to be able to pray for my grandkids or great grandkids, people come before me. But I'm asking you for this, you know, powerful, giving you my heartfelt dua that I want you to protect, you know, the people that come after me, you know, because um, I cannot predict. Only you know what's going to be foreseen in the future. I don't know. And I can only see that it doesn't look so good, but that's only by your will. And we give you all the praise. There's none other words worthy to be worshipped. You know, I mean, I mean. You know, we have to constantly be glorifying your name constantly. Um, and we got to, no matter what it takes, whatever you know, everybody else is thinking, because it may be, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, I got 1. billion Muslims around me. But who knows, in the next year or so, if we get to simulate, it may be only a million of us, you know, and right. not that trap. <laughs> yeah. So this was very enlightening, sister. Um it's always a blessing uh, chatting with you. One day, you know, inshallah, we will see each other again. Inshallah. Inshallah. Really appreciate this. Like I said, I knew once you agreed to come on, it was going to be, you know, profound and amazing. There was no doubt about that. But the twists and turns that it took surprised me because it was just so, so fluid, you know, feeding off of that energy. Yes. So... Thank you. Waiko, yes, Waiki. You're so very, yeah, I'm just so, like I said, it just, it was just a blessing. I think, you know, Allah does that for a reason and the timing was just right, you know, so we give all that, we give all that credit to our creator. Amen. Okay, well, until next time. Until next time. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. If you like what you've just heard, Subscribe to tune in weekly for new episodes. You have something to say, or would you like to be featured as a guest? Shoot me an email at hottwithaziza at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at hot underscore t underscore aziza. Until next time, be blessed and be well. <laughs>